following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. to the Starry Night Theater podcast. I am back. Hopefully you remember my name is Alex. Alex is back in town. <laughs> back for episode 15, guys. Crazy. I hope yeah. you missed me. I missed you. I missed you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I said it multiple times last episode. It was a train wreck. No, it <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I had, I had fun. <laughs> Yeah, I listened to it, and um, you guys definitely had some non-theater stories <laughs> that yeah. were interesting, though. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The, the last five minutes, you really tried to make it to two hours. Yeah, I was committed. I wanted to, to make it to that two-hour mark. Uh-huh. Ryan complained last time. He was like, my episode's one of the shortest. So we're like, okay, two hours. Two hours of nonsense. Two hours of nonsense. I almost cut it off with those last five minutes, but I didn't. <laughs> I, I stuck with it. Um, we do have a guest today, again, a great one. I think you guys are going to be super excited. Everyone seems to love this person more than life itself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we have some things to get through before him, though. Do you, my thing or your thing? Your thing. Okay. This is more interesting. Oh. Um, <laughs> so we're in the middle of a run um, for Here We Sit. It's a comedy. We talked about it on the podcast before. I do a part in the beginning. It's called the art of picking your seat. And I just go out and, and different things happen um, to make me move my seat and move around. So there's a part where I I don't know how to say this without spoiling, I guess. But I, I fall over chairs. It's a physical thing. I am covered in bruises. And one night during rehearsals, my pants got caught on a chair. And so there's a little rip in them. I didn't think much of it. It's just a little rip. Oh, these were the same pants. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like that was like a dime-sized hole. <laughs> so I'm just, all right, whatever. I'll keep running in them. So Friday night in front of an audience, I I do the thing, and my pants get caught again. And I was like, ah, oh, like it's so obnoxious. So like I have to fix it while I'm falling and like in air, whatever. So I'm, I'm just like, ah, oh, stupid pants. And then I I feel a little more open in the back <laughs> but i feel a little more air back there. yeah i didn't think anything of it i'm like okay so they ripped a little more where whatever. are they ripped oh they they are ripped so from like right under the belt loop and it goes like maybe an inch above my knee they ripped <laughs> entirely entirely and like i didn't know if had i known it was that big i would have done something like in character and like <laughs> Show, showed my butt to the audience and stuff. So I 
I don't know. I was just I was running through it and unintentionally flashing the audience my underwear, clean underwear. <laughs> Let me get that out there. Clean underwear. I was I was happy with with how they looked. Uh, if you listen to Ben's podcast, your average ordinary, you know that they were clean underwear. And <laughs> and uh, I go backstage and everyone's like, oh, my God, your pants are destroyed. And Carla took a picture and I looked and like, the, yeah, I didn't think it was that big. I, I thought like, OK, maybe I don't know, maybe just a little more. I don't I didn't see it. I thought they were ripped in the back. They are. Yeah. Oh, so the like, back from the loop to the knee. Yeah. Oh, and, and I'll show you that I still have the pants there. I'm not going to throw them out. I mean, that's a piece of history right there. <laughs> And I, frame them. I told Tracy she should have taken a picture and <laughs> talked about a full moon at the Ghost Light Theater. <laughs> that wow. was that was wild. It was and and like I do a lot where I run away, like I turn my back to the audience completely and run away. Or <laughs> I'm flailing on the floor, so like my butt was just out for the open. Well, I mean, it makes sense for your other scene where you have a line about. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't think about that, but had I thought about it, I would have put the pants back on. Oh. And then, like, turned around and been like, oh, I do have a nice butt. <laughs> Maybe you should just wear those pants. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of my butt. <laughs> my underwear were nice. Oh, my God. I think it's toned. <laughs> it's toned. <laughs> no, oh all God. right. Is it's anyone's like, butt toned? I don't know. I'm sure someone's got a toned butt. No, but my, my I was fine with it. Like, I wasn't embarrassed at all. <laughs> I just wish I knew so I could have played it up a little bit. Mm. But, yeah, my butt was out. You missed it. But that's why you should come to the show, because my butt might fall out again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's one way to sell the show. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I I guess we started a segment called What's Your Beef? What is your beef? I don't know how beefy this is, but okay, have you ever... (laughs) (laughs) Where's the beef? (laughs) Have you ever ever flown before, either of you? No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No? Okay. No. Well, the way that they file the passengers onto a plane is from front to back. So, because there's priority seating, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. So, when you file front to back, you get in people's way, you're, you have to put your luggage up in the compartment, then you realize you're in the wrong seat, now you're standing in the way, everyone's backed up, takes extra long to get on the plane. I always thought, why don't they file the plane back to front? And make it smooth transition. So you have the all the way in the back, the people who are sitting in the last seat, then the next one, then the next one, then the next one. And no one gets in anyone's way. I don't get it. But, right. but you don't understand no, because now, you've never flown. <laughs> I was confused at first because like, I was picturing the door at the back of the plane, but the door's at the front of the plane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes no sense. Wow, you picture it at the back of the plane? I don't know what I was picturing, <laughs> to be honest with you. I've only seen planes from afar, so... But yeah, no, that makes no sense. And it happens every time. And I mean, the reason why I think they do it is because people pay extra to sit, to get priority seating. So to go on yeah. first and sit in the more spacious seats. But like, we're all going to the same place. Who cares if you're on the plane first? Now, if I bought priority seats and I'm in my travel gear and everybody on the plane has to pass me, that's, that doesn't sound too luxurious. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, everyone's looking at you. You're, I just don't get it. <laughs> I support it. I support your beef. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's it, guys. <laughs> Let me know if you agree. I support the beef. I support both beefs so so far. I'm excited for this segment. What was your beef again? My beef was not tipping servers. Oh yeah. 
Oh, I had some. Did you guys really wait an hour and a half just to get someone at your table at Darien Lake? Yeah. Like, do you. Like, Callum went up and told her, and she's like, okay. Oh, okay. I was like, if you guys didn't say anything, like, you didn't even go up to someone. <laughs> we were also, you like, teenagers sat- at the time, so you we didn't really know what we were doing. You just there for an hour and a half. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. And then the food comes out, and it's like, we got wraps. And it's like the tortilla shells you buy at the store, like not the soft ones. Yeah, like not cooked or anything, just like a raw tortilla shell <laughs> with like five pieces of chicken in it and like lettuce, and that was it. <laughs> and we were outraged. <laughs> and it was probably expensive, right? Yeah, it was expensive. So we left a one dollar tip, but I folded it to look like a four dollar tip, and that's awful. <laughs> you know, what? I I have my regrets, but. No, I we, get we that. We waited for like two hours. I get that. It was it was not a good experience. <laughs> two hours. Besides that, tip your servers. My my dad never really let us eat at Darien Lake. Well, we had to bring our own food. We would like That's go back smart. to the car and mm-hmm. yeah. That's smart because you'll you'll either spend like thirty dollars on Dippin' Dots or like <laughs> four hundred dollars in a restaurant. But as a kid, you're like, oh, I want the food. But then you get older and you're like, okay, it's not that great. Yeah. So yeah. thanks, Dad. <laughs> Five pizza logs for like $20. <laughs> now they're cutting me a deal here. <laughs> but they also can't, let, like, they don't let you leave the park anymore. So it's what? like, I don't think so. I mean, I, I haven't tried in a while. You to be able to walk out, go to your car, eat, and then come back in. I don't know. They would give you a stamp. I remember that at Fantasy Island. I don't remember that at Darien Lake. Mm, I haven't been there in a while. Let's go. Summer trip. <laughs> I love me some roller coasters. I want to go to a big amusement park. Cedar Point. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I've never been to Cedar Point. I went, but I was in a wheelchair, so I couldn't ride anything. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you hurt your knee or ankle or whatever? Yeah. I, I, I don't think I ever told this story on the podcast. I, we're doing child's <laughs> play. There was a scene where I had to carry somebody down the stairs, and I got him down the stairs every night. It was whatever. That was easy to me. And then... In the middle, so the set, if you know what the, the stage looks like, um, there's a the left side of the stage, the middle, the right side. And so we really separated it into compartments. So the middle was an office and the floor was painted. So I, every time I walked past it, I tried to keep it real and act like the where the floor ended was where the wall began. So like I didn't want to walk through the office. Like that's okay. I'm walking <laughs> through walls now. So I'm carrying the, the guy's name was Carter. I was carrying and he's blindfolded. And I just walked right off the stage with him in my arms. <sighs> And he di- he didn't know what happened. <laughs> he landed on top. He is fine. Okay, I, everyone was like, "Oh my god, Carter, Carter, Carter!" And he landed on top of me. He was fine. He probably like bounced in the air a couple a couple feet, but then he was fine. I like twisted my knee and bruised my knee and flipped cartilage or something like I flipped cartilage. There was something gnarly in there, and it hurt. It hurt really bad. So I had to have this big brace on. How and did stuff. you? Did you get up and, or did someone have to come out and get you? Uh, did the show go on? Yeah. Or did... um, so so everyone like panicked because they're all theater people, and <laughs> Carla threw the lights up, and she, afterwards she's like, "I thought you died." <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the audience just sits there as you're dead. I just walked off the stage, and it was it was photo night. They didn't get a photo of me walking off the stage, but. Um, yeah, I don't, it hurt. And my knee still hurt. Like, I, this is an old person thing, but like when it gets cold, I can feel it still. And 
playing football and stuff, like my knee still hurts, but it is what it is. Oh, and I had nerve damage down my leg oh, from no. it. So like sometimes if my leg feels a little tingly. But that's why that's why I was in a wheelchair at Cedar Point. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you even go? Because we went for the Halloween stuff. Oh, okay. And the, oh, so we're go, we're going through a Halloween maze that they have there. They have, they do a really cool Halloween thing at Cedar Point, and a zombie comes up to me and is like, "Oh, Meals on Wheels!" Oh <laughs> my god! I need what? you to get away from me immediately. Meals I need you that, to get away from me. So, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Meals on Wheels, get out of here! Get out of my face! <laughs> Does it look like I'm in the mood? <laughs> the roller roller coaster capital of the the world, and I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh my god! Did you have food with you, or were you just no? In just I I was a zombie's meal, <laughs> and I was on wheels. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I mean, they they probably deserve a raise, but at, the, at that moment, I wasn't I wasn't there for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Enough about us. I've I've heard enough. Okay. I'm sorry. I you guys. I know you missed this as much as I did because they did not do it last Stop. time. Stop. <laughs> I asked you before if you wanted to. You yeah, said, yeah, yeah. I, don't I mean, care. I'll I'll do it. It's not something I love to do. Well, too bad. I actually enjoy it. I gotta look. I n- okay. <laughs> That's why I listened to it because I was not going to pronounce it anywhere close to this. Let me hear it again. Taciturn. We can actually hear it. <laughs> Taciturn. 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 Yeah, but it's that's a T. So I think she just can't enunciate. <laughs> Tac- the AI can't. Pronounce. It looks like Taciturn, but it's Taciturn. It's silent, not talkative. His taciturn nature made him seem mysterious, but really he was just shy. That's I, you. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think I'm shy. No, you're not. My whole butt was out to <laughs> an audience. I think that would have ruined me. Okay. Taciturn. I'll forget the word. I, won't. I hope you forget it. I won't. I might forget to ask you. <laughs> I'll forget both. <laughs> All right. I am now ready for the moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Aris, do you want to announce? I did I did the last couple of guests. Oh, you okay. announce. <clears throat> I'll set back on. I'm waiting. <laughs> I know you are all excited for this guest, especially the kids. <laughs> Let's give a drum roll. <laughs> VJ! <laughs> Good morning, guys. Good morning. I promise not to be taciturn during this podcast. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank That's what we need. Joining us. <laughs> yes, thank you for joining us, VJ. Uh, your guest that I've wanted for quite a while, and you get a lot of play on this podcast. Thank you very yes. much. You get a lot of shout outs. <laughs> you guys so. are, I owe that to you guys. You guys have been terrific. <laughs> I, I love you too. I really do, sincerely. Oh, thank thank you. you. Thank you. I love you too. Yeah. At, everyone loves you. That's That's my favorite part. Is all right. So we're in theater, so it's it's no no secret that there's a lot of gossip. There's a lot of uh, um, I don't know. I don't know the word for it. Maybe the vocab. After yeah, help I was, was going to say <laughs> <laughs> um, just like like stuff like that. Like like how how theaters are normally portrayed. Stuff like that happens from time to time. I have heard bad stuff about 
everyone. I've heard so much bad stuff about myself. Never heard one bad word about about VJ. Wow. Never once in my life, and that is rare in in a theater community where everyone's competing for roles and competing for attention. Nobody's ever said anything bad about you. And I've never that's heard smart. you say anything bad about anyone else. So that's no, that's good to hear. You're I have rare... nothing bad to say about you, anybody. And I don't know. Give it time <laughs> if you've heard nothing bad about me. <laughs> you're you're a rare breed, but you're that's. I, I'm glad that that you're there because it's it's not you're not just someone that the kids can look up to and as an example, but I look up to and and everyone your peers, everyone around there could could look up to you because, I mean, we all have bad days, but you just. You don't show it. You're just positive. Ah, oh, thank you. It's nice to hear yeah. that. Yeah, I'm glad. Well, it's nice to see that because <laughs> mm-hmm. like, you don't always see that. You don't always get that. And I know for sure I'm not always. Yeah. Uh, what are bad things and, that have been said about you? Oh my god, there's so many. There's so many. <laughs> I can't act. I have no talent. What? I I. This is coming from other people not, or yourself. My heart's not in the roles. My my heart's not in the theater. I feel like this is all you. It's not. <laughs> it is not all me. <laughs> It, yeah, I mean, you got to grow a tough skin if you're going to be in it. And I mean, hundreds of people see you and not hundreds of people are going to like you. The so. law of averages. Right. Enough right. people see you, enough people are going to have something to say. It, it's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then being the director's son and the owner's son. Oh, he just got it because he's the director's son. I've heard that so many times and from like people close to me. Like, oh, well, I mean, you're his son, so like that's why you got it. And like, okay, just slap me in the face. Next <laughs> just you have slap no me. talent. Yeah. <laughs> like, just tell me I have no talent. Like, Tom Sawyer, I got so much of that. So I really tried to put a lot into that. And that's a role that somebody in the company was like, yeah, he just, his heart's not in it. Like, he just got it because of that. And well, you were a kid, right? Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> like, matter. There wow. are no limits. That's why that's why VJ is a is a good breed. And I, I said that about you, and and I said that about Vanessa, who is on here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you both are, are just great people to to work with, and and when someone else is having a bad day, it's it's great to talk to one of you because it's you know you guys actually care and are interested in helping. So I appreciate you. Well, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate you. Thank you. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. How how do we get into this? Enough of the the mushy gushy. You want to ask the first question, or you want me to fire away? I mean, do you have one? Well, yeah, I'm loaded with questions. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't been here. They miss your voice. All right. I don't know. I, don't I miss talk. My Keep voice. talking, Alex. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I talked two hours straight last night. <laughs> okay. Well, I always like to start at the beginning. How did you come to be at the Ghost Light? It took a lot of years, uh, but uh, uh, as far back as I start, I promise this won't be a painfully long story, but my, my first play was as a nonverbal chimney sweep and <laughs> Mary Poppins in my first grade play at Ohio School, and I was petrified. I, I, I couldn't stand being in front of a crowd. My second experience with theater was curious savage at the ghost light theater <laughs> so there was a long abyss there that uh i have to say did not involve any acting but i looking back it was there really was this general sweeping in my life toward it and this constant constant awareness in my head that this is what i wanted to do 
Um, shortly after that first grade play, um, when I started really getting into television, I started realizing that these were people that were putting on these these shows. And I loved the idea of people getting together and playing make-believe and accepting that for a short while, this is true. Yeah. I'm still enthralled by that. I still think it's so cool to step into other shoes with other people. And I always had this desire, a strong desire to act. And I was painfully shy in school. Um, I, around my friends and family, it was a different story. And as such, uh, every chance I would get, I'd, I'd role play with my friends. I would, um, I would make sure to give people names and and casting roles and all that. I would put on skits in front of my family. And uh, I love the idea of, of putting on a show, but never had the nerve anywhere near the nerve to do it. And that desire to act was always there. And I, I used to even tell myself as a kid, there was always this internal narrative, like, where do you get off wanting to act? You, you don't even, you, you like it, but you don't know anything about it. So no one in your family acts, you don't have a history of it. What's, what's the deal guy? So I shook, put it under the rug. I just, I ignored it. And uh, a bit of a turning point in terms of my own mentality toward this was during, it was either my junior or senior year in high school, we were doing Brigadoon. And I was part of the stage crew. And I was doing that simply to kind of break out of that my that shyness. I was still shy in high school. And I thought, let's get involved in something. During uh, the show, when I was waiting for the next scene change, I was looking out there and I had this strong desire to be out there on stage. It came through the back door of my mind. And I was like, I just want to get out there. I think at that point, the gravity was so intense that I think if I was a more impulsive person at that time, (laughs) truly, I may have just walked out on that stage and tried to do something. I wanted to be out there that badly. Uh, But I tamed that and I ignored it and I I never did anything about it. And time went on, life got busy. I um, ended up, the priority was my finances and making ends meet. And at one point I was working five jobs at a time. Oh my so God. there was certainly no time to Jeez. do theater. And, but I always had this desire to do that. I had known Julie Senko since she was probably four and I was six years old. And I remember shortly after she joined the theater, which I think was, it was still affiliated through North Tonawanda at the time. She was telling me about joining it. And I was enthralled by that. I thought that was so cool. I had a whole lot of questions for her. And from the time she joined it, I started coming to see her at shows. I saw her at the Riviera first. I um, went to see her, I think, at the North Hanawanda campus for one or two shows, and certainly here at the Ghost Light. And I would only come to the shows that she was in, but I think I even started coming to shows that she wasn't in because I, I loved to watch it. And I used to tell her every now and then, I says, one of these days, I want to be on stage with you. And she goes, you have a friend you can count on to maybe get you an audition. Just say the word. And I thought, yeah, yeah, I would never impose on her and do something like that. Um, It's nice of her to offer it. But I think I said that just to appease myself and uh, still never did it. And um, I just backtracking um, when I said I would role play with friends. I do remember 
with Julie in my backyard with a group of friends. We were playing Dracula, and I was, of course, Dracula. <laughs> and I had either some fake blood or I grabbed her neck or something. But whatever I did to her left a questionable mark on her 10-year-old neck. Oh, my God. And her, she had to face the wrath of her parents. And she's like, no, no, really, we were playing Dracula. That, that's, that's all yeah, it was. Yeah, likely just, just, story. Yeah, exactly. That's what they call it now, huh? <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> so she recalls that every now and then to me. I say, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> So after all this time of years and years of wanting to act, I, I still never did. And I finally whittled my career down to one job, and I had a little bit more free time. Still didn't act on it, but kept thinking maybe someday I will. And at this point, it was just me being a, a procrastinator. And the darkest hour really came before the dawn. Um, in 2017, my niece was in Beauty and the Beast at Star Point High School. She had been in many middle school and high school plays um, the whole time she was there. And I loved them. And every time I'd go, I think, God, those kids are so lucky. They are so lucky to have this gem in their hands and, and to be able to do this with your friends and with this production value. It's incredible. And we loved Beauty and the Beast. And my sister and I in particular loved it in 2017. So that after my niece graduated in 28, after 2017 and 2018, Starpoint did Mary Poppins. Another Mary Poppins. <laughs> and uh, my sister called me knowing how much I love Beauty and the Beast. And she said, do you want to go see it? I go, yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. And the show was fantastic. And I think it was just me and my sister, that, um, my sister and I that went. And um, during intermission, she started talking to someone that she knew at the school. And I was just left in my seat, alone in my thoughts, once again, going through that. God, these kids are so lucky. And, oh, I'd love to do that. Love to do that. And man, this dark cloud of regret settled in my head. And I was like, you know, this is all you have ever wanted in your life. I, I had no real intense passions. I would do things. I, I, I liked drawing. I liked writing. But I loved the idea of acting. And I thought, you wanted to do this all your life. And now the only thing between you and that, at least trying it, was your nerve. And you still are not doing it. You have the time. You're still not doing it. And let's face the fact, if you're not doing it now, you're never going to do it. And for the first time ever in my life, I, I had to reconcile with this idea of really never doing it. Even though I had never done it, the idea of having it as a this desire, this ace in the hole, this, this thing I wanted to do, it was, it started to become a lifelong friend of mine. And it was like letting go of an old friend, like, you know, let go of it, go on with your life without this idea of ever acting. That was early March. And for the act two of that show, as good as it was, I was in a really sour, low mood. And that whole night, perhaps the next, the following days, it was just, it, it really tore and dug a hole in my mind, this idea of letting go of that. Well, then March 30th, um, Julie and I had made a, a point of going to see your mother's shadow show at uh, St. Francis School. Okay. Yeah. That was Good Friday. So it was an Easter presentation. And we had agreed to go out to Payne's restaurant for dinner. And we sat in a booth and 
we were talking about the show that she had just been cast in, Curious Savage. And as I would always do, I'd always ask, I asked about her her role and I knew that she was the lead character. So I had even more questions for her. And without spoiling it, she told me as much as she could. And I said, you know, I've heard of Curious Savage for years, but I have no idea what the story is about. And she told me a general synopsis of that. And we were going back and forth. And once again, for whatever reason, I said, one of these days, I'm going to be on stage with you. And I think at that point, it was just to, to reconcile, to, to help myself through this idea of never doing it. And she looked up and her eyes locked on mine and she goes, we need a doctor. And I just sat there and looked at her and she goes, do you want me to get, an, get you an audition? And I don't think I said anything articulate. I think I just went, <laughs> uh, 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 I, I froze. And she goes, let me call DJ. Let me see if we can get you in for an audition. And I just sat there and I watched her get on her magic phone. Julie's phone is magic. When she gets on her phone, good things happen. <laughs> and uh, she she apparently talked to you and you said something to the effect of um, someone's brother or boyfriend was expected to audition, but you didn't know if he was going to and you haven't heard if he was coming or not. And I think you said you need to get a hold of my dad and ask him. So either you or she ended up doing that. And she looked at me and she goes, you got an audition tomorrow morning. And I went, what? And she goes, you got an audition for the doctor. You, you and I will go and audition for Don. I said, okay, well, the endorphins that, that <laughs> went from my mind to my toes, uh, just, uh, it, it was incredible. And the adrenaline, and I was trying to control that. I, it was like this internal um, vibration, truly. I mean, that's not hyperbole. That's not exaggerating. I was really, everything was going at that point. So, uh we went to go see the shadow show, and that was great. And after the that shadow show, Julie said, let's go back to your house and let's look at the script. I said, oh, yeah, I want, I want to get an idea what I'll read. And uh, she chose a point where it was her role, Ethel Savage, and the doctor's role. And she said, okay, let's read this. I said, okay. I, th- I said, are they arguing? Are they happy? Are they sad? And she goes, just read it. So I just read it. And she goes, okay. And she looked up. She goes, we're having a conversation. So I close the script. She goes, no, 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 no. We're having a conversation with this script. She goes, don't just read it. She goes, use some inflection as you would in a conversation. So I thought, okay, then if it's a conversation, it must be a good-natured one. We'll just talk as a, as a good-natured um, two people would do in a good-natured conversation. And we did. And apparently she felt co- confident enough at that point that she thought, okay, okay, you're, we're good for tomorrow. And uh, long story short, we went in and, and right in front of your dad, and he said, you got the part. Now, I don't know why I expected it would take weeks to find out. I mean, it was going to open the next <laughs> month, but yeah, I, I thought, you know, what, you're telling me now I have the part? That, you know, And I left there high as a kite, absolutely high as a kite. And uh, coming here for the re- – coming to the theater for the read-through um, was – Again, I was so excited, but I, I pulled up and I remember thinking, who do you think you are? <laughs> you you know nothing about this. You're going to walk into a group of people who know theater. Eventually, they're going to say, okay, you need to leave. <laughs> and uh, I, I felt – now I've heard since then that um, – I think you mentioned it first, Alex, the imposter syndrome. I felt like I had no business being there. And the read-through went so well, I was heartened to find out that there were several new people at that point. So that gave me a little more of a comfort level. And the the whole process was – it was absolutely amazing. I, I loved every bit of it. I I drank up as much as I could. And I remember opening night waiting to come out um, 
the first time for my part, and I thought, wow, no net, huh? Not nothing. <laughs> There's just nothing. You just you knew it for rehearsal. You're expected to know it now, and that was petrifying and exciting all at once. And um, I, I rolled with it, and uh, it, it felt good, and I, I loved every bit of it. And I really expected that to be to be my only show. I thought that would appease that that itch. Um, but I, I came back from crew because I for crew because I thought to myself, you know, you guys were so good to me in letting me do this. This was a a bucket list, truly a bucket list event for me. It was it was humongous for me to do this. I was so grateful. I thought the least I can do is help take down the set, and uh, I never stopped coming. It just um, it went into that. And I'm, I, I can't express my gratitude enough. I don't know if there are words to really say how much this has given me. I can't imagine my life without it. And um, with regards to that, last but not least, I, I am grateful from day one until the, this very second uh, to Julie for graciously opening that door to this adventure and um, also for her courage in <laughs> – setting aside her own probable concerns about how this would go in terms of uh, uh, repercussions, bringing me in uh, to her inner circle like that and putting that aside to let me have a chance of doing this. That, that was huge. And that was a, that was a bigger sacrifice. than I think maybe some people can imagine. And um, I'm grateful to her for that. This has been a blessing through and through still is. Wow. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, that was. It <laughs> can make me great. cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I remember the phone call. I remember because um, we, yeah, we had a couple people audition like that for that show, and yeah, there was a brother that was supposed to come in, and so Julie called me, and I got to stop this, but like Julie would call me and be like, "Okay, I have this person," and I'm like, "Yeah, you." muddy in the waters here we had somebody else who said they were maybe interested so like let's just stick with this person and she's like um okay but like i think this guy can do it and i'm like uh whatever i don't whatever and let's talk to my dad I, I don't care and thank the lord that that happened thank, thank god i almost ruined vj coming wow. to that theater. oh my god and i wouldn't i was already in such a dark myself. place <laughs> I know. And that's what I didn't think about that on the other side of the phone. I'm sure it's doing something stupid. And I'm like, oh, just stop. All right. We have somebody kind of interested. Let's just roll with them. And, and no, no. Crush someone's dream. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, so glad that that didn't happen. So no, glad. It was meant to be. Yes. Yeah. It, it really was. It, yeah, that is. I I remember that. I remember that that whole situation, and then, yeah, you were you were good. And I'm like, I think I even went up to you and like, you know, if you can't remember your lines, like, like <laughs> put them on the clipboard or something because you're a doctor. And now here we are, all these these years later, and you're one of my favorite actors on the stage. So you yeah. you didn't need a clipboard for uh, that. <laughs> I appreciate that, DJ, more than you realize. <laughs> so you you said you were interested since you were a kid and then um, knowing Julie and knowing that she went to this theater, um, what stopped you? Was it just fear that stopped you from auditioning for years? 
Yeah, or also uh, time because you did have five jobs. Yeah, well, the t- you know, the time was a convenient excuse at the time yeah. when I didn't. I thought, well, I, I can't now. I, I work too much. And I did. But uh, uh, no, it, a lot of it was um, I, I was just I was a very shy person, even in my early adult. I, I still have a bit. I guess we all do to a certain point. But right. I mean, I was I was getting in front of a crowd doing anything was like mortifying to me. And I I couldn't even imagine doing that. And certainly I Julie and I had been friends at this point she's my oldest and dearest friend I I didn't want to ruin that I didn't want her to say you know my god you were a disaster. I mean, don't ever ask me for a favor again. I had no idea if I'd be a disaster. So yeah, I just want to do this, but uh, I had no idea if I could do it. And um yeah, I just I I didn't want to take that leap. I thought if I ever did join a theater group it would be a, another one, just another one somewhere. <laughs> That's always the biggest risk from uh, for both parties. Like I I brought in Ryan. I brought in Callum. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I brought it cuz it's like I when I was younger I never would mix school and theater. I mean that's outrageous to me. You, you ah. those are my school people and these are my theater people. Mm. Like I, I they're not going to mix, they're not going to know about each other. And then Ryan crossed over into that world and like this guy could suck at acting. He could be just a jerk, he could be a, a bad person. Mm. And it's like that's going to affect everything in all my relationships ever. And so bringing him in was was a risk and then Callum and and Natalie too like these guys could really suck or just be rude or or whatever and and mess everything up in the same same way I'm sure Julie felt about you except I'm I'm sure she knew that you weren't, you weren't a jerk um the other guys they're just straight up jerks so that could have went sour but um yeah no it's the same same way so yeah she risked bringing you in and you risking that is is wild for you to to, to just come in and like this is this has been something I've wanted to do for a while. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you did it, though. I'm I'm so glad. No, so am I. And even despite those those risks and that trepidation, it yeah. was still in the back of my mind. It was it was like no, keep putting one foot in front of the other and yeah. just take a leap of faith. And uh, it was uh, that little voice that had been in my voice in my mind for all those years. Finally, sat back and went, "Yeah, that's that's what you need to do. Just let it go. Let yeah. this happen." Oh. Well, I'm yeah. so glad you shared your story because I relate to it so much and I'm sure a lot of other people do as well. Just being someone who's more introverted because I was a shy kid mm. as well. And um, having a passion for something where you're in front of people and they can choose to ridicule you <laughs> and knock you down. Um, it's just it's a lovely to hear that there's other people out there who think the same way. I and felt that with your story when you told it too. Isn't it odd mm-hmm. when you are introverted like that, that you, you had this passion for something you think, I could never do that. Why do I want to do it? Yeah, you know? and yeah. people would question me too. Like, why? You're an introvert. How are you interested in acting? And right. it's like, I feel like a lot of actors are more introverted than people think. I think so too. Yeah. Do you yeah. agree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, I feel like when you're acting, you're just, you're a different person. So it's, it's a way to get out the things that you want to say right. that, that maybe you don't have the courage to, to say otherwise yeah, it's or just, things you it, act. Yeah. It's an art form. Mm-hmm. It's a way to express yourself mm-hmm. through other characters and people. So 
thank you for sharing your story. Oh, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of you had a similar story about Curious Savage, and that was both of your first shows yeah. with us. Yeah. So, I, w- I was outside. I remember with that. <laughs> I, I'm listening to you. I'm like, yeah, Alex, yeah, I was there with you. <laughs> Little did we know. Yeah. We're both like in our cars. <laughs> Wait, should we go? <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys came in. I'd, <laughs> I'd be in this closet alone right now. So uh, perhaps not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very 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 glad that you both came in. We got. Um, a lot of good new people with that one, yeah. so I'm always grateful for that show. I'm always is, yeah. I I like that show. Do you I like, loved it. Yeah. See, yes. what was that look? I wish because you. Don't I wish like we were. <laughs> Ali just shot me the <laughs> daggers. Because he doesn't like curious. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the classic classic stuff like that. But I'm grateful for that show because it brought you two. It brought Jenna. So I'm I'm very 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 happy for that. Yeah, and it yeah. it's crazy to hear your story and like see how you've just become someone that everyone loves and an actor Aww. that everyone honestly aspires to be. Everyone is like, "Wow, VJ is incredible." Oh. <laughs> like you're just you just seem like a natural on stage. Even if yeah. it, it may not feel like it to you, uh. that's how it is portrayed on stage. Well, I've been lucky enough. This is obviously my only theater experience and one thing generates another and the people you work with certainly have a way of of bringing things out of you or or keeping things in you you know yeah. and, and working with all of you i mean it, the experience i mean i feel like i'm working with consummate professionals um a lot of you i've seen before i ever joined the theater so to be on stage with you was a, a bit overwhelming um even you dj i'm like i'm sharing the stage with dj sports i mean this is like you know, oh I think that no. brings out it, it. You need to put your best foot forward, or you're just gonna fall behind. So it's always that need to to keep up with everybody else and 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 make it work. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. Now it's the other way. I mean, everyone's working to keep up with you. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm I'm sure you're the only person who thought, "Oh my God, I'm sh- sharing this stage with me." <laughs> Usually, it's fear when that happens because <laughs> this guy's not gonna know his lines. He's not gonna know his blocking. Uh, that's what Car- I told Carla before we went on for her big speech. I was like, oh, I, th- I think I know these lines. She's like, please don't stress me out like that. Please don't. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm horrible with lines. Oh, she said memory. that to you? Yes. She's like, please <laughs> don't do that to me, please. I I had them. I had them. <laughs> Knock on wood. Well, you always say that, and then you go out and know them. Because I really do just have like a, a not a good grasp on them. They're just, I've they're never seen head. a disaster on your behalf. Never, never. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, well, yeah, except for my butt. <laughs> <laughs> you did that seamlessly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. The king of puns. <laughs> we have to count how many puns you say. <laughs> when you started your story, you said that you were a sweeper. Yes. And then you said that you you were you kept getting swept into doing stuff or something. Oh, I didn't mean that. Oh, something oh to that two. Effect. I got two of them now. Yes. Oh, yes. what? I didn't catch I, that. I caught it right away, but I'm like, wait, no, this is like oh, this is good storytelling. Oh, so yeah. I'm gonna Man. miss catch it this out. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> it's second nature. <laughs> so your first show was Curious Savage. What was your second show? I can't remember the, the, the order. Oh, Curious Savage. And then uh, I think it was a voiceover for A Night of Dark Intent. I, I consider that oh, a role. That was, yeah. I was glad to do that. Um, the ra- radio voiceover. Um, and then um, 
all through the night. Uh, Georgia wow. All through okay. The night. Yeah. Wow. All right. So that that is all different than how I remember it. But I remember your. <laughs> I was shocked at your range because. You played a doctor, and it's just like a, a straight role, just whatever. He comes in, says says his stuff, uh, and then you had a great radio voice, which we we know and love. And then you auditioned for uh, George and All Through the Night, and I was like, wow, like this, he can change up. Like usually, yeah. when he just brings somebody in, it's like, okay, I can play like the guy who says five lines, and that that's about all I can do. Yeah. And then like you're acting and and really good at it, and like scary, and and that was really cool to see and what you played another in halloween dreams when yes. you had that moment of when you when you crouched down it was questionable what, yeah. who did what yeah <laughs> and the way that you were able to to change your facial expression and your your body language like that is all so important and can't be taught you can you can try to to learn acting and and study it and all that but there are things that you that you do personally that that just it can't be taught you either have it or you don't and and when you did that scene in halloween dreams i'm like he just he has it he's got it i mean i i knew way before then but like it's just like every time you do something else like you see you see more of of your range and what you can do so it's always impressive to to work with you or, or watch you grow and really grow you you are one who uh from auditions you're like yeah yeah like i'm saying my lines like this now but just wait and like you don't say that, but like you you just see it, and you yeah. put a tremendous amount of work into every character you do, and you yeah. it shows every rehearsal you're you're building and growing as as a character. So I think that is always great, and and again something that people could pick up and and learn from. Oh, thanks, I appreciate that. I mean that that is certainly it. I mean you know you come to a a read th- or not a read through a, a audition and you read it and you you know you're going to punctuate it with certain actions and certain voice inflections and all that stuff and you hope that the people realize it 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 will eventually be better than this but just let me get through the lines first you know so i I'm, i appreciate you noticing that you know oh yeah it, it goes into that the work goes into that a little bit so uh and i i love i love enhancing it as much as i can and so you know and making it more real realistic so yeah that's my favorite part is is going after something that's real Yes, like it, it's great to put on and and do make believe and and whatever. But if it's not real, if it doesn't feel real, it doesn't matter. Right, it doesn't matter. And and my favorite actors are the people that understand that. Yeah, like all right, I'm not going to go over the top of this line because, or I'm not going to scream every line I have because that's just not real. Right. And so I'm I'm interested in 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 the realism of everything, and that's when the audience feels something. Right. Like, wow, this is this is real, and you as George felt very real and heavy and and was your second role i'm just mm-hmm. now remembering yeah, and you're the nicest guy so <laughs> when you play george because he's the abusive yes okay yeah. yeah when you play george i remember watching you and like whoa you you really became george like you were so good i couldn't even believe you like in real life you would be the nicest guy well you know all that time of wanting to act and coming to see the shows here. I remember talking to Julie. Um, I don't know what year it was, but Daniel Baker played George. Yeah. And all through the night. And we were talking about the show. That was my first time seeing it. And I was talking to her saying how much I loved it. And I said, you know, if I ever acted, you know what part I want to play? And she, <laughs> she go, what? And I said, uh, George. And she goes, what? I go, he is so 
despicable. I said, yeah. I, I love that character. I love it. And to, to get that role as my second role, I mean, um, when I auditioned, that's what I wanted. I wanted to play. I wanted the chance to play George. They're never going to cast me. They're not going to put me in that role. And when they he, he did, it was just um, it, it was incredible. I was so happy to be able to to play that that wicked character. There's just something yeah. about being able to play somebody that that is a 180 from who you are, and um, even stepping into his shoes and trying to uh, maybe your dad even said this to me that. Trying to achieve a self-justification for what he does. Like yeah. George thinks he's doing the right thing for whatever reasons and believing for the moment that, you know, you're right to treat your wife this way. You're right to um, behave this way, you know, and, and, and that's what I think brings the realism to it, thinking you're you, – there's nothing wrong with you as everybody else. Right. You know? Yeah. And yeah. That no, was that, a, was, that was very real. And I, I remember you auditioned. The next time we did it, and this was my first time directing, and I was like, okay, now let's just kind of show off a little bit here. And so you, you run up, you read for George, and then you went up and read for Irving. And it's like, I could have put you in both parts <laughs> just as easy. That and, Was you directing that one? No, I, okay. not the first one, the second time. Oh, I knew that one, yes. Yeah, yeah so the second time when, when you played my Irving, it, it was like in auditions, like you could play any part in this in this play. And it's it's range that like, my my dad has where it's where I mean he could play anything on he could play anything ever and I think it'd be a, the right decision and like we're seeing that now with you too like you could you could have stepped into to any of those parts and to have the range to go from somebody like George who's just completely completely a horrible despicable awful human being which a lot of people have a problem playing. Yeah, a lot of people are like, no, I don't even want that role. Don't even consider me for that role because I don't want the audience to hate me. Right. Like that's the fun of it, though, is having it the is. audience hate you. Like you're making them feel. The whole point of what we're doing is to make them feel something, and they feel hatred towards you. Right. You're, you're doing your job. <laughs> One of my most joyous moments during that production. I don't know where we were in, in terms of which night it was, but uh, during my, I was talking to Carla toward the end of the show, and. One of the guys in the audience yelled out an expletive to me, and I wanted to stop and say, "Sir, can I please thank you?" Sir. And that was it was great. I mean, I thought you know, and he maybe he truly hated me, and and for that moment, it was to me, it felt like an accomplishment. I I, I like that, and I always tell people just because I'm playing somebody like this doesn't it doesn't mean I condone it in any way, shape, or form. Right? It's a character; they exist. I'm portraying that, and that's all that is. That that's the face value of it, right there. You know. And that's oh. it's. I feel like that's so easy to understand. It's like it, it's. <laughs> this is. Well, it's all pretend. I right. Mean, nobody's doing this. That nobody actually wears the the, the bread things in their shoes like yeah, right. Irving. Like, <laughs> all, everything up here is fake. Yeah. No. Like it, yeah. That's always crazy to me. And and I think the the mean, vicious people are are fun to play. I mean, that's the most fun to play. You yeah. can do the most with them and and carry on like that. Like right. what I was saying before, like you, you George to, to Irving, it's just it's a jump that very few people can make, very few, and and have as much joy and fun and lightheartedness as you did with with Irving, and just a gross, despicable George. Like I, there are a few people, I think probably on the planet that can make that jump, and you are one of them. Oh, that's nice to hear. Thank you. Yeah, and something else I notice, and I, I'm pretty sure other people have to because you do a lot of voiceovers for the theater. Um, I feel like you have such a dynamic voice 
that feeds into this believability of whatever character you play, whether they're the kindest, most generous person, or if you play um, a George and they're cruel and abusive and just mean, like you have a voice that can just carry you into any character. I don't know if anyone else. That is very true. And I didn't think about it until you just said it. Mm -hmm. I I just noticed it. That's nice to hear that because I, I tend to, uh, you know, our voices are very different inside our own heads. And when I do hear it out there, I'm like, who, who's, who am I lip syncing to? (laughs) (laughs) It's just, um, I, I often can't, I don't care for my own voice and maybe because it seems so alien to me. Like I, I don't recognize that when I hear it. So, um, it's nice to hear that I did not realize that. So it's nice mm-hmm. to hear that, um, it has that it like, a quality to it that it, uh, does. it, it, it can pull it <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. And I'm it, like, it changes, you. it changes with your roles. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah, there've been multiple people who just have a, a stagnant voice. I'm, I'm, I'm one of them. Like when I'm, when you're loud and no, you have I to project. Think so. I don't no, for sure. When when you're loud and you have to project, like I'm just like, all right, project, and like so that's I'm always going to sound like that. You have a, a way of changing your voice and being able to project still, but like the change from Irving to to George. I mean, it, it was a different voice, a different character, a different person. So that's that is true. I I, I mean, I'm sure I, I like noticed it, but just like never really noticed, noticed it, it yeah. which is why he does a lot of <laughs> voiceovers for oh, yeah. different performances. No. <laughs> I, at least that's what I feel. Which reminds me, I have a project that I need your voice for. <laughs> well, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I'm blindly accepting this. I certainly need anything for you. <laughs> I appreciate it, and I think it's going to be a fun one. I think you like this one. So that's exciting. That's, that's new and exciting. Yes, it is. Well, you were also... Were you also in... um. The radio show? Yes. Uh, War of the Worlds. Worlds? Yes. Mm -hmm. Did you do voice? I did. I was the fighter pilot. I'd have to remember. I can't remember that play. Yeah. It was, uh, and obviously the, the, when we all would do things together, but Mm -hmm. that was my, the solo part was, uh, the fighter pilot. I do, I do remember you in that. I, I would love to go back to maybe doing a radio show. But we are running out of space in our season. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Very quickly. So I, I thought it was fun, though. I thought it was a, a cool, unique mm-hmm. display. <laughs> you didn't like it? <laughs> no. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. no, it is. <laughs> it was good. All I right. liked it. I'm honest I about shows all, I don't like. I liked the sounds, the sound effects. Yeah, that yeah. was good. The Foley table, is that yeah. what they call it? Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of fun. That that was fun to do, yeah. And and. My favorite part was was I had the the fake cigarette, <laughs> and like I was just messing around with that yeah. the whole time. They look cool. Yes, they do. Don't smoke them, but they look cool. That's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> awful. Cut, you know, that I, out. Cut that out. In my history of doing anything, I always get things at the tail end of something, and it's I think it's so cool now, having joined the theater five years ago and seeing everything that you guys are doing. You're branching out. You're doing all these these new avenues, and it's just an exciting time for the adults, the kids, for ushers, for people in technical roles. I mean, it's just a really exciting time. There's just so much going on and so much uh, sprouting that I think is a really um, fertile, exciting time to be part of it. Yeah, I, I think so too. And a big part of that is having support because so long it's been my my dad doing everything. Like once yeah. once everyone got older and, and started stepping away – uh, it was really just my dad doing everything. And then I 
came in and and started doing more stuff. And now we have like this bigger support unit that that's like okay, now we can branch out and do these things because we have the help to do it. We have we have you, we have Tracy, we have um. I mean, Carla has been such a big part that we're not losing, yeah. but um. Uh, ben is now stepping up and and helping with so many things. Ryan, I mean Julie, all of all of you guys have been so incredible, allowing us to to step out and take these chances because like we we have the people that can help do it and people that want to do it, right? Which is right. so incredibly important. If you don't want to be here, go home. Right. <laughs> I will escort you to your car. No hard feelings. <laughs> but it's it's when when people are just when. We've had experiences like we show up to something. It's it's early in the morning. Like, we're, did you help? You helped with the basket raffles, right? Yes, at least mm-hmm. one. Yeah, um, and we'd show up early and stuff. But it's like when you're cracking jokes and having a good time, it's yeah. so much easier to 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 do something than slamming around and yelling words we don't say on this podcast. Right. <laughs> it just makes everything so much so much nicer, so much easier. Yeah, so it does. Uh, a lot of that is, and when I I made a board a little bit ago that failed. But um, I'm surprised. I'm going to be trying to make a new one. Um, you were part of it, and and I was like trying to like assign roles to people. Like, oh, a board. You do I was this. like, what do you mean you made a board? Okay. Oh yeah, like like yeah, like a a a group of people that have meetings and talk about right. stuff. <laughs> and I was giving like everyone their assignments, and like I was like, VJ, I just need you to do everything that you're you're doing now. <laughs> like I I don't know if you know how important it is to that you bring your positive energy, that you bring your your outlook and your usefulness i mean you're, you can do everything so that's obviously useful but we need the, the positive energy we need we need more of that every everywhere in the world honestly but but definitely at the theater so i i just i needed you to be you and wow. i still i still need you to be you uh, <laughs> i'll do my best <laughs> no i will certainly be there for you and i don't Thank think you. your uh what your creative board failed i mean it, it you know you, you broke ground with it and um you know it it will probably evolve into something bigger and better. So, uh, you know, it's it it began, and let's go from there. So. Yeah. Yeah, now we got to pick back up, and this will be my first year as president, so I'm looking forward right. to making a lot of But also, you know, like there that. was COVID. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, this was after, though. Oh. And we just stopped meeting, but it was everyone's schedule. I'm like, can, right. can we meet this day? And I was like, no. I'm like, so you don't have any dates you can meet? or <laughs> So it just <laughs> it kind of went away. But I'm going to get organized, and we're going to get we're going to get that all together. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the membership meeting. A lot of stuff will be announced there. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's always a good time. <laughs> what does that look? What is that? I don't know. It's a. I went to bed at two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Just staring. Just a blank stare into my soul. <laughs> Trying my best. Uh, um, okay, so do you still get nervous when you go on stage, or have you? I, I do. I've had enough times when I've. Um, I've missed my lines or, um, you know, sometimes you don't know exactly what's next, but you keep talking anyway. Yes. <laughs> and I've yeah. done that. And it's like, God, turn this ship around, turn this <laughs> ship around. And uh, I've been in those situations where you just want to just run off the stage. So, and, and, you know, all of them have caught me when I really think I maybe was at my more confident think I've got this, I've got this. And it will, no, I, I didn't have it. And uh, so I, I'm always cautious to not get, where I like, yeah, you got it. It's like, no, just let's double check everything. Let's let's give a triple check, a quadruple check of, of everything. You know, you got it in your head. And so, yeah, there's always that nerve. And I I like 
I like the nervousness as, as goofy as that sounds. It's, it's, um, it's stirring. It, it gets you, you know, it starts a fire under you and it's like, you, you got to do this or you're just going to look like a complete jerk out there. So, um, I do get nervous. Absolutely. See, I, I feel like I'm the opposite. I don't like the nervous feeling and I, I do get it still certain roles. It, um, I don't get it as much, mm-hmm. but when I do, I'm like, I just want to be <laughs> at that point where I'm just like cruising and I know it. And I can just relax before I actually go on stage. Yeah. But also, maybe it's a good thing that I'm not like that. Because if you, if you get too relaxed then, um, and too sure of yourself, then that could be a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, you're putting the effort into it with that, with that nervousness. Yeah. It, be, it means you care about what you're doing. You know? Yeah, and, uh, true. And let me tell you, though, I say that I enjoy the nervousness. When I screw up, I say, okay, I'm no longer enjoying this. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. not liking this. <laughs> you know. So, no, I think, I think you're fine, Alex. <laughs> I think what a lot of actors experience, I think, I, I think we all feel this. I don't know. Let me know if you don't. It, you're so nervous before you go on, but once you go on and you're you know, a couple lines in, it's like, Okay, that's completely gone. Mm-hmm. I'm just enjoying myself, and and you try to to up it. I know for a fact that you VJ um, are good with comedy like that. Where if they're laughing harder, you're going to give them more. Yeah, and that's that's always something I love to to see. Because like, how far are these people going to take it? Take it, yeah. When they understand it, there have been people who were like, "Oh, they, I got a little chuckle. I'm going to turn it up to." 13 like no nope. <laughs> calm yourself like yeah. just stick to the script yeah, right right <laughs> stick to what you practice at rehearsal um but there are people that you trust and like like you're one of them I, my mom will go on for hours <laughs> if they're laughing hard enough she'll yeah she'll spend the whole night there so um yeah she can get away with it too i have laughed wholeheartedly at your mom on many occasions oh, <laughs> yeah she's hilarious <laughs> so do you have a question? No. Are you gonna okay? <laughs> <laughs> you just want to sleep. Uh, what no, are you gonna no. do for the show? What are you gonna do for the show? Uh, Wait, what? We have to go to the show after this. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, what question is this? <laughs> no, that I'm was fine. No, I'm that fine. was an Alex question, I'm not fine. a VJ question. I'm fine. Right. I have some time. <laughs> You're gonna go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I can I can go through this without sleep. <laughs> Maybe I'll be better. Lack of sleep. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't think that's ever the case. I don't know. With comedy, <laughs> you just get all weird yeah. and awkward. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. This will be the yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> oh God. We'll come on next Sunday and and say how it went. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, with the way the audience have been, I don't, I don't expect much. <laughs> the the first two audiences were great. Yeah. Well, okay. Thursday's audience was great. Friday's was, you know, in the okay, decent, and then yesterday. They were they were taciturn. Where were they? <laughs> 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 Yeah, every, everyone who's done a show has experienced an audience that's just not great. Yeah, and it doesn't mean they're not enjoying it. But like, I, right. I think a lot of it just was not. It's a comedy about theater, so if you are not a theater goer, you're not. You haven't done a show. You haven't directed anything. Maybe you're not going to think it's as funny as we do. But we know it's. We know it's good. We know it works, and we all laughed so hard during every <laughs> rehearsal. So it's important not to get down about it, but. Yeah, I mean, we're always going to face those audiences that just don't get it. Yeah, Tanya summed it up last night. She goes, 
guys, don't worry. She was, it builds character. And that sounds kind of maybe like, yeah, yeah, a little um, consoling <laughs> there. But I, mean, it, I guess it does. I mean, when you got to yeah. go out there and be funny, you know, when right. people aren't laughing at you, it's just okay. You know, it, it makes it makes it easier when they are laughing. You know? Yeah. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. So we'll ask you the questions that we ask everyone. What is your favorite show that you've seen? Oh, you've seen a lot. I have, I have, and and even the earlier ones that maybe um, I can't. You know, they start blending in your head a little bit. I mean, it's yeah. been years, so I, I if I don't mention any of those, I um, I, I apologize in advance. But um, Frankenstein was superb. It was outstanding. Oh, thank I, you. I was blown away, and I I couldn't believe the whole time um, what you managed to to put out there. It was incredible. Um, I've loved. All the all through the nights. I loved all of them. Let's just let's preface it with that. I've loved all the shows. Um, I think they're they've all had their own amazing qualities to them. But the all through the night, um, and that's that's a, a masterpiece. And I know many have said this. I'd love to see it made into a movie because I, your, yeah, your dad's. Uh, I've I've seldom seen something written so well and executed well every single time i just think it's it's phenomenal um and you know years ago i saw um a standout performance of uh the sound of music Catherine quattrini was yeah. maria and um, that was i thought that was a great show and i think beauty and the beast was phenomenal too i think i, I saw it as i mentioned earlier at star point high school and i saw it here at the ghost light and i have to say uh, truly both productions were comparable Wow, and the one at the high school was sweeping. It was humongous. The set was, and the special effects was outstanding. What they put here on here at Ghostlight was comparable. So, um, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, but in recent memory, Frankenstein was um, the acting, the set, the music. Um, it was out, it was outstanding. It really was. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was a lot of fun. That's also gotten a lot of play on this. Podcast, I know, and I, I, I almost hesitated saying because like, everyone's saying that, I but know, we're all saying it because it's true. It <laughs> yeah, was no, just, it, it was, it was a, a variation from what we were used to seeing there. It just, it just took things up a notch or two, and it was, it was, it was fantastic. Thank you very much for that. We've had, we've talked about making, well, not making all through the, the night a movie because we can't just decide that. Like, let's go. <laughs> Spend millions of dollars and make yeah. this a movie, right? But we've had a couple people offer, like, "Oh, I'll I'll write the script for you," and like, "Huh? We have a script. Who's on? Right. We have the script writer. <laughs> He's still alive. He's right here. <laughs> if this will ever be made a movie, I don't want to see it unless it's his script." Right. And he's heavily involved. Right. You hear so many times when they when things make it to the the screen that it, it's been edited and right. redone, and you know it it. It dilutes it greatly. Yeah. yeah. And and I've I've had conversations with some people who are, you know, close to movie people or close to oh, like we can do this and like and, and maybe flush some things out and, and have some some uh what are the flashbacks and stuff like or we cannot touch a thing that has worked mm-hmm. for however many years now. Right. Thirty, forty years. Like or we could just not touch it put it out there as it is because this is the reason we want it to be a movie because mm-hmm. it works like let's not ruin that right so that's that's where i stand on that i would love to make make it a movie someday 
as long as my my father is heavily involved because it, right. it's his mind. That's from his mind. Right. Nobody else has his mind, and nobody else is going to do it better than he will. Right. So that's that's where I stand on that. But one day, I hope that would be amazing. It would, yeah, mm-hmm. it would be cool to see. But maybe that's not the greatness that needs it. It's already got the greatness that right. deserves right on the stage here. Yeah. Right. Know, so that's yeah. that's another thing. Like I I I know he would be perfectly content and to to just have it run out on on the stage. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it is so powerful, so impactful. Uh, it's been done. We did. Oh no, you weren't involved in, in this one. It was it was I was playing John, so this was back like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Uh Cass was doing it or a company was doing it somewhere in the in the country. I forget what state it was. I wish I could remember what state it was. And we FaceTimed them or Skyped them at the time. And we met everyone who was playing the other characters. I remember you talking about this. We yes. talked to the director. We talked to everyone. We all had our costumes and stuff. We, I think we took a picture together. It was the coolest experience. Oh. The same time we're, we're all working on it. We That's shared great. posters. We shared some ideas. Some, it was so cool. That is really cool. So cool. I, I would love to see it. I want it to travel and, and make the time to go out and see it done somewhere else. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah. Just yes. so cool to, to, to see. Yes. It's so cool. Like that's something I like to brag about a lot. Like my dad's a playwright. Like he wrote that. That's <laughs> yeah. so cool. And and people are doing it in other countries and, and other states and feeling the same things that we feel. Right. So I mean, it already has its impact. It would be cool if it's a movie, but if it doesn't get there, it doesn't get there. Right. It's, it doesn't need to. Yeah. It's made its mark. Yes. It certainly True. has. Once Alex and I start making movies, we'll do it. I... <laughs> oh, I w- I would really love to make a film. <laughs> Me too. We'll get there. We just have to do it. We'll get there. It will. Right now we're will. very busy. Yeah. Like like VJ said, right now we don't have the time. <laughs> we're we're just making excuses. Yeah. Yeah. It only works for a little while, guys, okay? <laughs> just just be forewarned. <laughs> we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We need Julie to, to call us in or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need somebody to donate a million dollar camera. <laughs> That's what we really need. <laughs> But I think about stuff like that all the time. It's not even about the equipment. You can have, like, the worst, I mean, not the worst, but cheap equipment. Yeah. And still make a movie. Everything we say, they're all excuses in the end. I know it. (laughs) I I think we all do that, or most of us anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yesterday, I I was watching something, and this guy said, perfectionism is procrastination. Oh, no, I'm going to butcher this. Oh, no. <laughs> Sounds good so far. <laughs> Go on. Perfectionism. <laughs> I think I wrote this down. Hold on. <laughs> I I had it right in my head, and it just did not come out that way. Okay, you guys got to feel the silence while totally while I find it. Well, VJ, you can have a role in our movie. Okay, all right. <laughs> we don't know what it is. <laughs> we don't know when it's gonna be. I I think first we start with writing a play. We write a play. We see how that works, and then we we keep moving forward. Right. Oh, oh, found it. Okay. Perfectionism is procrastination masquerading as quality control. Hmm. Now hold on. Let me let me think about this. <laughs> Perfectionism hmm. is procrastination masquerading as quality control. Basically, just trying to. Like if you think I'm a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and I try not to be so I want everything to look a certain way to be a certain way 
but I end up not doing it because I the outcome like I just don't I want it to be perfect and it just it's too much work making something perfect nothing's ever going to be perfect it'll never be what you expect it won't and the only way to get what you want is to do it and make mistakes and then learn from those mistakes and redo it right so we just have to do it yeah. is basically but the I, point. I i think we start with the play and then see how it is to like run that mm-hmm. do that i've never had somebody read something back to me that i've written so like to see it in a play first would be like wow okay mm-hmm. now i understand it move on to a movie Low budget movie, but like I think we could do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ryan and I have several short things that we made for school, and I I think they're fun. Do you still have them? Yeah, I got to show. I think we talked about this early, early in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I have to show you because okay. they are they're fun. <laughs> well, look at how um, ideas and careers have been launched by like silly YouTube videos and stuff like right. that. You know, I mean. It, Stuff has a way of getting into the public eye and just catching fire and going. So, yeah, there's a lot of avenues for both of you to do something like that. Yeah. yeah. I always wanted to do – all right, here comes a, a swear word. What? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. What? I got to take so, off the earphones. Yeah, everybody – Wait, why cover, are you swearing? Cover your ears because it's a show name. Oh. So oh. everybody cover your ears. I always wanted to do a jackass type of thing and because like that's that's kind of where it started like you could you could just hurt yourself and do these stupid crazy <laughs> things and we were doing similar stuff like that anyways so like let's record it get it out there and become famous and then we can do whatever we want <laughs> and it never worked but i feel like that's where it really started was like these idiots are just gonna yeah. torture themselves and they're gonna put it out there and you're gonna watch it and laugh and <laughs> Well, recreate like everything they do early youtube videos when yeah. it wasn't carefully curated it was just someone picking up a camera and saying some random thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> or doing something very random and now tiktok is that yep mm. same thing yeah like just the most random non-coherent stuff but <laughs> people are watching it and people are liking it right <laughs> which right. is i'm i'm one of them i mean i don't have tiktok but like instagram reels is the same thing and mm-hmm. and i'll sit there and scroll all day and laugh <laughs> so, at the stupidest <laughs> so like the internet can be such a horrible place but then you watch these weird videos that are so funny you're like wow i feel close to you people yes. <laughs> like why am i not doing this yeah, yeah the internet's a double-edged sword certainly mm-hmm. yes. it really is yeah, as most things are <laughs> yes <laughs> you know absolutely yeah. mm-hmm well, like this, this podcast is that I, I've wanted a podcast for years. I started one during COVID, and it didn't go over well. I didn't know you did that during COVID. Yeah. Okay. See, people don't even know about it. No. Yeah, I don't think I want them to. <laughs> <laughs> we did it at the theater. It was me and like six other guys, and that's just too many people talking at once. So what oh. was it about exactly? Anything. Oh. It's called Down to Fight Podcast. Oh, like uh, different opinions on different subjects? Yeah, we talked football, we talked movies, we talked um, fast food. I think we had like four or five episodes and just... yeah, That it, many? It, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it wasn't it still good. still up somewhere? 
Oh, uh, <laughs> it might be. I don't know that Where I want people listening it? to that. Um, oh, you don't want to say. Okay, yeah. we'll say after that. <laughs> <laughs> it might be archived now. I don't know. But like it just – yeah, it wasn't anything special. So then I came on Dan and Ben's podcast in August and I, I was like, this is like a really cool outlet and, and it would be great to have these stories somewhere. Like I, the the things I've learned about people, like I didn't know any of that about you. Me either. I didn't know mm. your story. I didn't know – that you used to to put on like little skits and stuff, and that yeah. is like that's awesome. I didn't know you wanted to. You had a passion for acting. No, all my since life. Since you were I mean, a kid, six, seven, eight years old. Yeah, it began there, and it never, never went away. Never. And I have, in fact, it went from a desire to I, I would venture to say a, a need. It was like you you got you've got to do this for your own health, and it probably sounds so dramatic, but really, I mean, it's, it's actor, something it I needed should. to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah. And I've had that same thought of. Um, getting older and and having to reconcile or feeling like you have to reconcile that you're never gonna live your highest dreams mm-hmm. or and and that's obviously we still all have a long life to live so right. you can do anything no matter your age <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah I st- I had those thoughts yeah. and I still do but because I I would love to like we just said make films I've always wanted to act in films mm-hmm. so that's also another thing that. Um, you dream about and you don't know if it's going to happen. Right. But you at least have to take that step forward like you did. And look at where you are. Yeah. If you never auditioned for um, Curious Savage, you may not even be here. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. No, it is. And it's funny because I often say my only regret is that I didn't do this earlier. But on the same token, um, I just wonder if I got into it when I really was when I was 18 years old, um, if by now it would be been there, done that, you know, I've right. run out of things to do. Here I'm at this point in my life and I'm holding, in my in my opinion, I'm holding this this gem in my hand that people don't often get the chance to at this stage of their life to to be able to have and enjoy. And it's um, it's it's a this ever evolving um, incredible lifeline to uh, um. What seems to be the, the sky's the limit in terms of what what the theater will offer and what um, the friendships I've made, um, that's like a family to me, truly. And it's just uh, it's it's just all good. And at this stage in my life, to have this is um, is incredible. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I love it, and I love that. That's that's us. Like we're doing that. Like you're 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 part of that now, and and we're gonna do that for somebody else. And to me, like that's that's it. That's why we do it. No matter what happens, no matter. What kind of audiences we get? Like like yesterday, doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter because no. we're we were a team. Right. We're a team. We're always a team, and 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 we are doing good. So like that that is always like I don't know, just good to know. Yeah, good to keep in keep in your mind. But I always I also think that because you were you're so passionate about it, and you have a genuine love for for acting and and trying to get better. That's why you're so good, because there are people who just who do it like, oh, l- let me hear, praise me, <laughs> say say <laughs> say I was good, and and you have a genuine love for the art of it and and what yeah. it means, and and so I think that's I mean that's why you're a natural, and that's why you're you're so talented, and because you you genuinely have the passion for it, so that's cool. That's that's something I've learned. No, thanks. I, it's nice to hear that. But yeah, it is for the love of doing it. I mean, yeah. uh, we could have ten people a night, but it's just 
getting up there and playing make believe with all of you is just uh, it for whatever reason it it, it feeds the soul. It's just uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It really that sounds stupid. It's a lot of fun, but it it's more. Than it that, is, but it is. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's fun. Like I, I find myself looking forward to to going. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Are it, there any roles that you? struggled with or like what's a role that you've struggled with where you're like why did they cast me as this or just something that took more work than other ones one does stand out and uh it it perhaps started because of the shoes i was filling being cast as irving i was i was over the moon excited about that and then the reality set in i'm like i've only seen don play this and Sean Poland and they both did a fantastic job and I thought you comedy is um I love it but I I think that's the thing for me that I think it takes the most it it can be exhausting uh, just because to have to be funny and I I don't mean that in a negative way like oh this is exhausting I don't want to do it no it's it's it takes a lot out of you it burns a heck of a lot of calories trying to be (laughs) funny (laughs) and um Irving and and his quirkiness and 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 nailing it just right um I think that took the most work to try to figure him out, even though I'd seen it many ways. Like, well, I, I can't be Don. Don is Don. I, I, I can't duplicate that. I can't duplicate what Sean did. I, I tried to make it my own while still giving the right uh, attention to who the character of Irving is. And that that is a standout in my in recent memory of um, what took the most work, I think, and the most concern and time to develop. <laughs> Yeah, I think comedic actors make it look so easy. And then when you're up there doing it yourself, you're like, whoa. Whoa. Yes. yes. (laughs) Like if I say this line a half second later, it's not funny. So much hinges on the funny. Yeah. Yeah. And and how funny it is, I should say. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's tough. It's tough. But you're hilarious. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's, uh, I guess, weird. But it makes sense to find out. Because, I mean, you are hilarious on stage my mom was just talking about you yesterday oh. <laughs> and she said he's just so funny up there just uh, that's and, that's fun this recent role is is fun <laughs> i love it i that was the hardest one for me to get over laughing like really oh, yeah. like i just had to make it part of i guess my character who, who sits there um i like i'll smirk at it and be like oh this guy like <laughs> what's this drunk guy what's he doing um but it's it's a genuine like <laughs> laughter oh, that's good to, to what hear. you're doing it's, it's still genuine to this day is it? oh yes. i'm glad to hear that yeah it's nice. it's hilarious things can have a way of growing old really really quick and uh, i quickly. know so that's that's also it's tough with comedy is is we perform it for oh my god so many times yeah. in front of the same people and so everyone's laughing at first and then it's just dead silent right <laughs> so you try different things and try to make the people you're around laugh mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like yeah, let's just go back to the source because the audience doesn't know the source right we've heard the source 400 times at this point i don't find it funny anymore so that's also a, a challenge is, is getting back to to where it started because the audience will hopefully react how we reacted right. when we first heard it mm-hmm. but yeah you were you your drunk acting is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And that's hard to do. It is. I had to be drunk in something. And I mean, I've. I, How old were you when you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I was 16 or 17. <laughs> and I've never been drunk. I certainly was never drunk at that point. So I didn't know 
what to pull. I didn't know what to do. And so I, it didn't come off as, as anything, but <laughs> you're just hilarious and you've done it in, in the, the lighting Bernice show. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. And now here we sit. Yeah. And yeah. just amazing. I, I, oh, and it's so hard to do. So hard. To, I, you know, it, like you think it'd be easy. All right. Act drunk. And they they talk about it on the It's Always Sunny podcast I listen to. Like it, that's like one of the hardest things to do because it's so easy to go over the top and look ridiculous. Yeah, and, and it not becomes real. not funny. Yeah. It's just like oh, acting drunk. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, I know. What yeah, you mean. I have that. I'm like, if I ever had to act drunk, I feel like I would look so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're uh, supposed to kind of look stupid, right. but like you make it look real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good to know because you don't always know if you're pulling something off. So it's, it's good to hear that, you know. Um, no, yeah, you do. You, you you pull that off. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad. That's good. <laughs> so a question we haven't asked: What is your favorite show or favorite role that you've had or been in? Oh, you know, I wish the question would be, and I'm not asking because <laughs> this is. I wish it was. Talking about every show I've been in and telling you what was special about each one because they were all they've all been just fantastic experiences. Truly, um, I don't have favorite roles. I, I will use the term favorite with one category. I'll say my sentimental favorite is certainly Curious Savage, not just because it was the first, but it it just marked um, my foray into this into this whole. I, I regard it as an adventure. It was. Um, such an incredibly effervescent, special time to, to experience that. It was just phenomenal. The cast was great. The experience was through and through um, just terrific. And I, I regard that's my sentimental favorite will always be Curious mm-hmm. Savage. And certainly um, roles where I had a chance to stretch my wings a little bit, um, playing George, that was exciting, yeah. playing someone evil. Um uh, I like the recent part of uh, Ed Mitchell. I never played quite a character that was, uh, I don't know, a little more sophisticated. It was a, probably the first character I ever played that had somewhat of a successful marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Although you never saw his wife, but uh, <laughs> um, that was a fun role to play. And uh, um, really just all of them. But th- those couple, um, I guess, will stand out as, as certain turning points yeah. in, in what I've done. I liked you a lot as um, I believe his name is Sewell, and um, Seward, Seward uh, Nosferatu, Nosferatu. Yeah, that was yeah, That's right, right. Oh. About that one, when I read the script for it, um, I read it and and I gravitated to that character. I thought uh, I never put down a character I prefer because I think it, leave that up to the directors to figure out if you're worth yeah. casting and and I loved that. Love that role, and when I got it, it's like, oh my gosh, that's exactly the role I wanted to do, and I love that. <laughs> oh, that's character. awesome! Yeah, I loved it. I don't even remember what who was what was that character. What was like, Doctor Seward? Yeah, he ran the uh, the asylum, I guess. Um, oh, okay. And he has quite. I, we didn't portray <laughs> it. In, no, it's just like so. I feel like it was so long ago. It was so long. It, COVID yeah. makes it feel like it was like <laughs> yes. nineteen years ago. Because right. I was in that. I believe. <laughs> you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I ran the the hospital where uh, Lucy was ill. Okay, and, um, okay, yeah. And come to find out, after that show was over with, I realized he, um, Doctor Seward, his character has quite a colorful backstory. Um, really? Yeah, co- I don't know this. Cocaine addict, and um, just right, uh, you right. know, he, 
he dealt with his own demons in trying to take care of these people who needed uh-huh. his help. So, wow. Um, yeah. I can see you playing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, that show was a lot of fun. And the, the set, playing in a set like that. And, and I did not have a big role in Lodger, but um, what I did, that was that was phenomenal to be able to play in a set like that and with the people we played with it was it was it was terrific yeah that was fun too i mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. um were you gonna say something about the the form the form yeah. oh yeah yeah. The preferred. yeah you sounded like you because yeah, were... I, I was just like who i can't imagine putting down i prefer this role and and if you don't get that role you don't want anything I, sometimes okay sometimes it's helpful is it i heard that sometimes. recently from oh. you that you said that you like sometimes when someone says this is what i want yeah because because uh not but that like, you're wh- yeah what if they're they want that and then in the audition they're really not good at that then they're not in <laughs> then it but it, it makes it easier like okay i don't even have to consider you for a different role you'll read your part either you you take it or you don't i'll let you fight for it a couple times if that's the part that you're truly interested in. But I, I also like when people are like, I would love this part, but I'll take any part. Mm. Like, that's also helpful. Like, okay, I'll, then I'll, I'll really have you read a lot for that and, and have you fight for that. Oh, maybe I should do that more often. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's like that. And, and I don't take it with an attitude. Like, uh, maybe with certain people I would, if somebody put this part or nothing. Oh, you think so, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's how you see yourself, okay? (laughs) Delusional on the top of the forum. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, sometimes it could be useful, and sometimes it it is like that. Sometimes, like, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I might as well not even have you read. But, yeah, no, sometimes that that can be useful. Um, I won't call anyone out who's done it, but somebody did it, and I only read them for that part. They got the part. They were really, really good. And it's – you – some, when it makes sense, it's it's perfect. And like, yeah, that's the only part you're right for. It's the only part I was thinking of you for. So either you'll get it or you won't. Mm-hmm. And and it lets you know because like you know who's interested in a show before they audition. And you always think, okay, well, what part are they interested in? Or if it's an original, you don't know what part they're interested in because they don't know it. So, yeah, sometimes it is it is useful and, and kind of helps you guide and see what, what they want to fight for and whatever. But – yeah, sometimes it could be taken okay. not great. It. No, I have a different view now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you if you put something like it wouldn't it wouldn't be negative, but I could see people putting it like No, you have a good handle of what. Yeah. Yeah, like what works for me or what I can do. I think I have a grasp on. Yeah. Like if you came out for Frankenstein, you yeah, put I will like, only play the, the creature. creature. <laughs> I'm like, Dude. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> we had a uh, an older man come out for that and put the creature, and I was like, Ugh. and he read great for a different part, but he's like only the creature. Oh. Well, actually, he didn't write uh-huh. it on his form, but he he emailed after and said that. And it's like you're seventy, you're se- like you can't do you, you can't do these physical things. You, I don't know, like I don't know. I won't get into the whole thing, but. And but he just, could have been something else. Yo, yeah, yeah. I read him for something else, and and I loved him for that part. But yeah, it's like you have to. Age is a thing in roles. Age is a thing. And he's probably thinking in the 
the Americanized version of what Frankenstein is, not not realizing what everything you were putting into that character right. and putting that creature through. Yeah, he was right. going to have to do all that. He probably would have said, oh, God, no. no <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No. It's a marathon. It's a marathon for, yeah. for both of them. And yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's all I got on that. I don't want to give too much away of my process. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it secretive, mysterious. <laughs> it's part of the mystique. You don't know. You don't know the process. You don't know how I think. <laughs> okay. What I don't else? know if you think at all. What? <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> I think I'm very good at casting shows. Yeah, Although it is, it is funny sometimes, like to sit and see who you guys cast and be like, oh, okay, I didn't see that, but that works. Or do you have an example without calling anyone out? Uh. <laughs> oh yeah uh, well okay yeah for this for um uh whatever the thing we're in <laughs> here we oh, the show <laughs> the show that we're doing right yeah. now for, <laughs> for here oh, we that sit. one okay yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm the one who doesn't think <laughs> <laughs> for here we sit there was in auditions there was i felt like there were a couple people that i was like oh they seem like they'd be really good in that what i mean obviously you went on and picked your people, and there there was nothing wrong with that. They're great, so I think I'm intrigued to hear after after this goes off air. I, I have to think about it. Think back. I knew. I remember thinking in auditions, like, oh, they'd be good for that. But I'll have to think about who it was specifically. That I'm always very interested in that. Like, what are, what is everyone else seeing? Mm. And um, man, I've gotten some horrible advice. Just some awful, horrible. <laughs> rancid advice so it shows that not everyone can cast um and that that's not a, a bad thing it's just you either can or you can't i think i'm i think that's one of my strengths and i hate doing it i can't stand it i would cast everybody in every show if i could <laughs> right I, I and i mean that from the bottom of my heart that's just i can't sleep those nights that we put the cast list up i can't wow. sleep it it eats away at me and like i'm always confident in my decisions like i, I know for a fact this is the right decision but i feel awful because it's not that you're bad you, you're just not right for the part mm-hmm. right and that that's it's hard not to take personal when you're not cast as what you want to be you're not cast at all and i know that for a fact and it, it it is the hardest part about what i do for a fact yeah i can see how that would be it's it's horrible yeah. it's horrible um yeah but i've yeah i've gotten just some oh this person would be really good in this part I'm like, are you? Are we watching the same thing? Are we? Are you in the same room as me right now? No. So I'm interested to see, and I'll let you know. I'll okay, let you I'll know. Let I'll be you like, know. oh my god, you're you're way out of bounds here. <laughs> I don't think I'm way out. If I'm, I really don't think I'm. I would be way out of bounds. I don't think you'd think I would be way <laughs> no. out. There's, there's, I won't get into it. I won't get into it. <laughs> Say there's one. No, 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 no. I what? can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Come on. I can't commit. I can't commit to the bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else for VJ? Any other questions? I had something, but I forgot. Oh. <laughs> but I don't even think it was. I think it was on the topic we were just talking about. <laughs> oh, well, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, is there any any role that you cast that you were like, oh, shoot. I thought they were good at this, but maybe they don't fit. Oh, let me think. Let me think about yeah. what I've directed. See, I'm back bringing the spice. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. Um, 
No, I don't think I've ever regretted something out of the people I've had. Like, so the people that come to audition, I think I've, I've nailed it every time. But there's always like, oh, maybe if I shot a text to this person and <laughs> reminded them auditions are today. <laughs> if I, okay, that's another thing. If I text you that auditions are that day, <laughs> I'm not just your calendar. There's a reason I'm texting you. <laughs> like, I would love for you to audition for this. And well, that's the other part. I'm not saying that you have a part. I'm saying I would love to see you audition for this. Mm-hmm. I would love to see you read for this. Doesn't mean you're in. Doesn't mean you have a part. But I would love to see you read for it. Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. there's times when you've like texted people, and you know, me included, and I'm just like, I just don't see what he sees. Like, why am I? Why does? Why would he want me to audition? I don't know. Like what part? I don't know. Oh, it's just been. <laughs> okay. It's just been throughout the years where you're like, yeah, are, yeah. are you auditioning? And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I have time, but. Clearly, <laughs> you want to well, see no, me in I, something. I I respect that as well. But it's just like you you I would love to see certain people read certain things and either it works or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't it's like I'm well sorry, you wasted your time coming to auditions, I guess, but <laughs> I would I would love to see you read this. And and yeah, that I, I making that decision is tough sometimes, but it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, I don't think I've I've I haven't regretted out of who I've had show up like making a casting decision. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be. I always think that every time you have auditions that, you know, if you get the right amount of people to show up, if you don't have the exact kind of talent you're looking for, how, what, what what are your resources? What do you do at that point? And you, mm-hmm. you manage to pull it off every time somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Curious Savage, we got so lucky because, like, none of our people showed up for that. Really? And, and so... I remember being with my my dad at the booth for auditions and just like wow we lucked out we because you'll get people who come out for a lot of things but like you can't use them you can't use them yeah, right and and you guys came out for Curious Savage and and luckily we we needed you so it was it was a great timing so it was a need not a want <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't want I didn't know you I didn't want you back then. <laughs> I didn't. You could. You could have sucked. <laughs> Not good. <enough. laughs> I didn't Maybe want I that. <laughs> no, I, no. Clearly, you didn't suck. I no. I liked Fairy May. I told you. I I wrote it on paper and showed it to my dad because you read for something else first, and I said <laughs> her. I, what else would I have read for? I'm curious to know that. What did you? Florence. Oh. Who's Florence? Vanessa. Vanessa. Oh. With the baby, the doll. Oh. Yeah. Initially, the you guys read the the different things at first. And I wrote your name down for fairy. But I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then you read, and the rest is history. <laughs> well, so thanks. I'll take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, I mean, that was his decision. I've taken a lot from him in learning how to, to cast and when to take risks and when not to. We had a month to put this show together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A month to put Here We Sit together. So it was important that we had a, a group of people that we trusted. And that's why we wanted it to be a small 12-person <laughs> show. All right. And now it's a 22-person yeah. show. And, and the new people that have come, and it's been great. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're pulling it off beautifully, all of them. They are. It's, and they, they seem to really enjoy working with all of us, and it's, it's really a, a win-win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, that's also a risk is, is bringing in new people because yeah. we've, we've experienced the opposite way too. Right. Like, oh, this person is 
Uh, <laughs> I don't. Never mind. <laughs> this person is not good for any any anyone in this company. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've had them. Yeah, and they're they're rude and they're mm-hmm. mean and and yeah. mean spirited and negative and like okay. You're welcome for casting you. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that stuff really. Most of the time, that stuff isn't very apparent at the beginning. You know, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's another thing. Everyone's yeah. like, "Well, why'd you cast them?" Yeah, because I saw them for an hour at auditions. Right. They put their best face on for that, and then and then they reveal their true self. Right. In the weeks to come, but that's always a risk is is bringing in new people. And we did it for this, and it it worked out. Yeah, it, it certainly paid off. And on a monster time crunch, it it paid off. So sure, yeah. That's good. Good to have. It did. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, is there a role that you've seen in a show that you would have liked to have? Oh. Gosh, this There's been a lot um over the years, even before I was even part of the theater group that I, I've liked and wow. Um jeez. I gotta think specifically of one that uh I've loved. Um, you guys got some music to play or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what about you, Alex? What about you? Have you, have you wanted a, um, a part? I think we've asked me this question. We asked you about Frankenstein. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, do you have any music to play while I think about it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say my role. Okay. Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Uh, uh. That's my dream role. And I will never play it. <laughs> And Why? I can't sing. I um, heard you I've heard you can. I can't sing. I know. Come on, give us a little I can't sing. <laughs> I can't do it. So that's a that's why it's a dream. It won't happen. Not to say that all dreams can't happen, but yeah. Give it time. You yeah, never yeah. know. <laughs> Start taking voice lessons. I don't see this one changing. I don't see it. It's too late. I'm too It is not too late. I'm no. too nasally as a speaker. As yeah, a that's singer, it would be straight, straight out of my nose. That's why you take voice lessons to learn that control. Yeah, no, that's okay. I'm I'm content. Not you just doing don't it. want to. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's vulnerable. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not my comfort zone. So I'm going to stick to that. And there there are risks that you take and risks that you don't. Like I'm still considering taking up an instrument. I'm not considering taking voice lessons. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a life change to take voice lessons. <laughs> like you won't be DJ anymore if you take voice no, lessons. No, yeah. I'll, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be something different. <laughs> would you ever sing? I would love to have – I'm back at that square one with not having the nerve to do it. But I, I, I would very much like to try my hand at it. But that's, that's really putting yourself out there. It is. Really. I mean yeah. you're just – Ripping it, well, not to get graphic, but ripping everything off and just saying, here it is, guys, you know. It's like ripping Um, your pants on stage. (laughs) It's just letting your butt hang out. Here I am. uh, (laughs) Yes, yes. And um, I mean, I I can manage to carry tunes here and there, but um, to pull off uh, a production, I've never done that, so I I don't know. know? And that's a lot of people, so you don't know what talent is out there. Carla is my favorite singer on the face of the earth, and she won't sing. She won't do musicals. She won't do. Wait, what? Really? She's my favorite singer. I love her voice, but she 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 won't. has a good voice. Yes. Why doesn't she sing? She has a beautiful voice. I don't know. 
It's because it, it's so vulnerable. Like it doesn't get any. I the the step yeah, just, a step down from singing in front of an audience would be just getting naked yeah, on stage no, in front uh, of everyone. Uh, good. I was I was no, alluding yeah. to that a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. <laughs> I, I I absolutely agree, and that's why I, I said this before. For musical auditions, I I am not being harsh. I'm I, like you are putting yourself out there. Yeah. And to have the guts to do that, I appreciate you and I admire you because you are so much more confident and courageous than than I am. So I, I admire anyone who comes out and auditions for a uh, musical audition. And, and I'm not being harsh about anyone who, who does that because that, that, what, a, what a thing to do. Like uh, you should be proud of yourself. Yeah. Whether yeah. You no, it takes a lot. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Did either of you think of your roles in that? <laughs> I did. I did think okay. of one. This is recent memory. So it was since I joined the theater. I forget the exact name. I think it was your dad played it in Nosferatu Renfield. Yes, the guy in the straight straight jacket. I love I loved that robe. I loved the way your dad did it. But I, yes. uh, to do that and to act, to be able to get so unglued on stage, that um, that role stood out to me. I thought, oh, that looks like just a massive amount of fun to do that. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because he played Seward ten years prior to that. Yes, and I saw that one. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome that that you saw it. That's that's so cool. Yeah, I was in it. Yes, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was like the old paper boy. Okay, I was going to say you you were a kid at the point. I'm yes. trying to think of what you were doing, but I remember you in that role. Yes, yeah. And James played played it this time. Okay, when yes, I directed. yes. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a that was a throwback. Yeah, yeah. Alex. Oh God, I hope you were going to. I hope you were going to forget. Um, I don't forget. Okay, I can't, any of that I've seen, I can't rem- really remember all the characters. But I will say, I would love to play Joe in Little Women. Oh. That would be cool. How do you know? You ever read the book? I've seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Based off the no, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just want to give you a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Or any any of those women. But so, those I, are, I, yeah. Those parts are all just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Again. I mean, <laughs> where's the, where's the little men script? <laughs> the... <laughs> just great parts, great. Every part in that show is fantastic. Yeah. Every part in the A Night of Dark Intent just... is fantastic. And the guys get child's play. Wow, what did you try to say? It's cursed. <laughs> that show is cursed. Wait, why? Oh, because you fell off or something? Was that during that? Oh, and then, there were uh, so many things that happened during that. Your uncle Jesse, wasn't he? He, so that was... All right, let me let me start from the top with this with this guy. Um, so we had the magic show at the same time. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. which is enough of a curse. Wait, when was um, Child's Play? What year? Twenty seventeen. And so we're rehearsing in the basement, which is so hard. It's so ridiculously hard to rehearse a show in the basement. Like yeah. here, work in the art gallery and pretend this is a big stage. No, it's yeah. stupid. It doesn't work. So that sucked. And then um, Carl died during rehearsals of the show. Oh. He it's such a he was fantastic in that part, just fantastic. And, and Nate stepped in and 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 took over for him, but like just amazing in that role. And and my dad tells a great story of, of um, the the last rehearsal they had together, the one that I had to miss because I was at work. And um, he's they had this big like yelling, a big fight in the in the play. And my dad's like, and I just turned and he has like tears in his eyes and just giving it his all just like 
like subconsciously like he, he knew and it was like he said it's just like one of just an insane moment that, that he has of that wow. and so that's just a great story but so he he dies during it um then a man had a heart attack in the audience during it during one of the performances um oh. so me walking off the stage looks like nothing compared to all that obviously but looks like child's play. Still, looks no. like child's play. <laughs> um, no, that I'm sure was bad too. So that I mean, just just all that, and then a lot of the audience went away. Like I didn't really understand it. Like oh, you didn't understand oh. it. Like sorry, we are grieving, and we don't really <laughs> we don't really know what's happening on stage mm-hmm. right now because wow. so much has happened. So it it was just a whirlwind of of sadness and grief, and and so I don't know that we'll ever do that again. But I was going to ask. Yeah. It, it was it was so heavy and so I don't know just just weird like that. Yeah, you know. that's right. I said your uncle Jesse. He he got sick for um he had to go. He was for surgery for uh during yes Virginia. Isn't that, yes, that that's so, the one that he so couldn't that do. was yeah. right after. Right oh, after wow, that bad show. year. Holy cow! Yes, we went right into yes Virginia, and I remember that call. Like um yeah, your uncle's in the hospital right now, and. He's not going to be at rehearsal, and we don't know what's going to happen. Wow. And it's just like, oh, my God. Like, Are we serious now? Like, This is – no. So my dad and I went to the hospital on Thanksgiving, and he was he was in good spirits. He was fine. Um, not fine, but he was good. And he's like, yeah, I'm obviously not going to be able to do the part. I'm <laughs> I'm in the hospital. <laughs> so we had to replace him in that. But, yeah, it was, it was one thing after another that season. Yeah. And, and that was right before both of you guys came. So – that's the bright. That's truly the bright part of the season mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. Not because you guys are here and have changed everyone's lives, but because like, oh, what like, do you mean? Finally... I didn't change everyone's life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's what I said. I said you guys came in and changed everyone's life, <laughs> but in a didn't. positive way. No, I said not just because you did that, but like because it's like finally we're getting to something good. Like we have these yeah. new people come in who are interested and can act. So it was a, a high point of the season for sure. Oh, oh that's. And then we finished that season off with Nonsense too, which is horrific in its own ways. <laughs> yeah. I did laugh a lot during that. I thought that was yeah. there was some funny. But I, I know you didn't care for that one, but I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, that was like the Mikado thing, right? Yeah, yes, it yeah, was. I did the lights for that. I thought it was funny. Mikado, isn't that what you yeah. call it? Mikado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought the first one was. That was good too. Stomachable. Was that the one where you came out with the um, (laughs) symbols or whatever they're called? No, that was Lottie and Bernice's show. Oh, okay. But they were in that too. No. Both of them were in Nonsense. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the symbols were in there too. (laughs) Isn't isn't Nonsense too? I got to keep, I can't, I can never not laugh during that. When you and Ryan came out with the television. Yes. Oh. (laughs) Oh my God. That will always stand out in my head as one of the funniest things I've ever seen in the theater. That was hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That was, that was a lot of fun to do. Uh, we yeah we him and I had fun for that because we didn't have to sing and we're just yeah. stupid nuns walking around and beating each other up. And... Oh, no, that was that was good stuff right there. <laughs> and we had the live water on stage. I never got the reaction I wanted. Oh from yeah, that. with the bridge, right? Yeah, yeah. We had the bridge and, and we had a little pool of a water pool. under. Yeah. It. And Jenna would beat both of us up behind the shadow show, and then she'd kick my butt, and I would fly out <laughs> into the water. And I feel like the audience never reacted the way I wanted to. 
So the last Sunday, I'm like, I just, I don't care anymore. So I put a, a fake fish in the water, and I came up with this <laughs> ma- massive fish in my mouth. <laughs> it was it's, rolls like that are just so fun. Like, just go out. They and are, yes, cause chaos. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. No. VJ, do you prefer dramas or comedies? Mm-hmm. To watch and to be in. Oh. I don't mean to sound like uh, an old guy, but today's comedy, and I don't mean in the theater, but c- comedy in general, I, I, a lot of it I don't find particularly funny. Absolutely I, uh, agree with you. Yeah, I just – it's like – it's just dumb. I mean and sometimes just plain dumb is funny, but a lot of it just mm-hmm. – I don't find humorous. So g- good comedy, well done comedy that kind of reflects real life um, and the comedy that's intrinsic in real life, I, I love that stuff. Um, but a good drama and putting that out there, um, I think is uh, – I, I, I don't know if I've ever really done a heavy, heavy drama. But I um, – that really is an, uh, an art, a beautiful art form I think when you can put a drama out there and convey it in a way that people can really feel something, really yeah. sink their teeth into it. Um, I haven't done many winter classics here, but that's where I think you see the big – the drama mm-hmm. here yeah. and, and those are – beautiful to watch and to be part of so yeah i would i i like both of them and any opportunity i think is a great one but um i i guess i would perhaps lean more toward drama if i had to choose one between the two yeah yeah i agree with you there me too it's and it's it's different i have a really hard time with comedy movies because i just i don't laugh a lot yeah i don't well some of the comedies now like when you go on netflix or something in the comedy section they're not even funny they're no, not funny. They're just, you mean they're not actually a funny movie or they're they're supposed to be. They're just not. Uh yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't yeah. find any of them in that category particularly funny. Yeah. There's just not a lot of comedy actors out there that are funny. But I also think Jim Carrey is not funny at all. Oh, I, I oh. never d- Oh my gosh. Yeah, come on. And you don't you're not a Will Ferrell fan either. And I hate Will Ferrell. I don't, I don't like think Will either Ferrell. one of them are funny. I do like, and I might be going way out on a limb here. He can make me laugh, and he's made me laugh in different movies. I think Steve Carell is funny. I am a, oh, I'm yeah. a Steve Carell fan. You are? Fan. Okay. Yes. I think he, he just he just looks a certain way, and I go hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> he He's fantastic, I think. I think he's very funny. Yeah. I, and many people have loudly disagreed with that. Say, Steve Carell? No. It's like, no, he's, he's just funny to me. I think yeah. he's a funny guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you see in The Office when, mm-hmm. when Will Ferrell comes in, not even slightly funny. And that, that's also how he was written. I mean, I, I get that too. That it was a stupid character, but like he's not even slightly funny. I don't even want to chuckle. And then yeah. Steve Carell comes on screen for half a second, and I'm I'm laughing. It really. It's his faces. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 everything. Yes, it's he's, the way he distorts his face. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yes. I hate to. I, I'm not quick to criticize anybody. I just did like Will Ferrell and Jim Carrey. I mean. They're going out on a limb too, doing that, you know. Put and people find them hysterical. They're, it's just not my cup of tea, you know. That, that kind yeah, of yeah. I don't like Will Ferrell. I do like Jim Carrey, though. I don't know. I think I, I think he's. Him. It's not even just about his comedy. I think he's an intelligent person. I think so too. He, I do think he is. Yes. So maybe uh, I like I like the person. My mom does not. She never liked Jim Carrey. She would good. always say, the, the, <laughs> "He makes the weirdest faces. They creep me out. I don't like it." That's his whole thing. It's like I'm going to make a weird face and make a funny voice. Like, okay, so is a five year old in preschool. They're doing the same thing right now. I'm not laughing at that either. <laughs> I'm very quick to criticize. I'm very. very like this man is making a lot of money to not be funny. Wouldn't so, it be something if 
I think I've seen Jim Carrey in some dramatic roles yeah. here and then. He's and he was good, he's but good. wouldn't it be amazing if Will Ferrell did a dramatic role and we we would change our com- opinion completely about him? Like, holy yeah. cow, he can pull that one off. I guess yeah. Adam Sandler did a serious role. I won't watch it because A twenty four is just the most oh, pretentious um, company on the planet. Uh, the about the jewels, uncut gems, uncut gem, <laughs> uncut gem. Okay. I don't. I don't care how he is in that. I can't stand that guy. So it doesn't Adam matter. Sandler, he no. could. He could have given the best performance on planet Earth. I wouldn't care. I just don't like him. Yeah. His face. He's is... okay. He doesn't bother me so much, but mm. eh. it drives me crazy. I like Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> I do like that. Um, uh. the animation where you can't see him exactly, <laughs> where he's off screen and it's just his voice, and I could stomach his voice. He was in one movie when I don't know. It was. I saw it a few years ago where he – I think he married a lady with – she had kids and he had kids. It didn't make it to the big – it wasn't a big, big blockbuster, but it, he was pretty good in that. I, he was just this dad of these – I feel like he's always marrying oh, yeah, Jennifer yeah. Aniston or Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One or the other. That, so that has no business even looking at Look a guy at- like him. <laughs> no business. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so he must, ha- must have a charming personality. <laughs> and then he opens his mouth and you just want to slap him every word. <laughs> What are they doing here? What are you guys doing here? That, I can't buy into those movies. I can't buy them. Uh, you know what? I, I liked Fifty First Dates. Never seen it. Oh, it's with Drew Barrymore. <laughs> and, hey, yeah. like, and him? He's yeah, in that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, not. I love, I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I love Modern Family. I love Modern Family's um, funny. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. He, okay, now, he's you- somebody who's who's funny. But like the smartest person yeah. ever. Because that's the thing, comedy. When it's funny, the person's actually really intelligent. I think comedians, when they're funny, they're actually really intelligent people. Yes, yeah. and that's something that people don't always see. Yeah, don't realize. Yeah. What were you saying before that? Um, I, don't, I cut what, you off. What did you say Sasha Baron Cohen? Uh, what were you talking about before that? <laughs> Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, my hate for Adam Sandler. Uh, It'll come to me. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're at an hour 55. Are we Are we good or do we want to keep going? <laughs> I don't, I'll sit here what? all day. I'm, an I'm hour and 55? Yeah. Let's make the last five minutes. Okay. Let's you guys, so I had to I was, sit through I was your wondering five if we hit an hour yet. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. See, it's, it's crazy. You <laughs> don't know. You truly don't know when you're sitting here. Yeah, this is a time machine. This yeah. is a... Well, now because we've done so many two-hour ones, and one hour feels like nothing. Yeah. Like I feel like we almost have to do two, at least an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. To feel I, like I'm we comfortable to go to two. I'm co- I got a new chair here. <laughs> I know. I was laughing before because I could hear you. I know. <laughs> because I don't know the limits of this chair yet. So I was going back far, and like I'm like, I can't fall on the podcast. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dylan's shtick. I won't steal that from him. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Sasha, ba- okay, no, what? Go on. No, go. Because I, I, I didn't have anything. I was just oh, going to okay. continue okay. something. <laughs> um, Sasha Baron Cohen is in the Trial of the Chicago Seven, which we have still not watched. Have you watched that, VJ? No, I have not. Mm-hmm. I suggested it to you, Vanessa. I remember that. Julie. I suggested to everyone. Um, go watch that movie if you haven't. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant movie. I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. You don't like right. Shit's Creek. No. I know, but come on. It That is <laughs> – it doesn't – I don't just sit through it straight-faced. I get enraged when I watch that. <laughs> I, I love it. I thought one of your favorite actors was in that show. 
I've never seen it. I, I'm familiar somewhat with the premise and everything, but I thought there was a guy in that show when they were talking about it last year at Crew or something, and you said, I love this Dan one Dan or Eugene guy. Levy? Levy. It was Levy. I thought you said you liked him. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know either of them before these roles. Gosh, maybe it was somebody else, but I could have sworn it was you. I think my dad likes Eugene Levy, I think. Wow. <laughs> I specifically remember you saying that, but wow, I guess not. Yeah, okay. I don't cuz cuz Carla loved it, my dad loved it, and it's just it's just not funny to me. It's not funny. And I think Catherine O'Hara has done some great things in in comedy and uh-huh. and the spooky stuff. She's she's Sally. I think she's done some great things, and and she just enrages me. Her stupid oh, voice, it. her so voice, good. I can't sit through it. Was it her <laughs> voice, or was she? she she's she taking on. Yeah, she's taking on a voice. She's like playing up something. Okay, and it's it, it's so hard to sit through. Really? Oh my god! I will say the first time I ever watched the show, the first episode, I hated. I was like, this is the dumbest thing. I don't like it. But I also felt that way with Napoleon Dynamite. And then the oh. second time I watched it, I loved it. Never seen it. You've not, never seen Napoleon Dynamite? I'm not a comedy person. I guarantee I wouldn't laugh. I don't think you – just knowing <laughs> DJ, I don't think you would. I, I didn't care for it. Someone told me about that movie years ago and they said, mm-hmm. you got to see it. You never heard of it? I go, no. What, do you, what is Napoleon Dynamite? And I watched it and – there's just a few things I still, whenever I need chapstick, I think, God, my lips hurt real bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, yeah, I, I didn't love the movie. But I know there are people that it's like a cult classic. People love that movie. Yeah, the first time I wasn't a fan. But I think you need to, you need to give it a chance. Then <sighs> I just, an acquired taste. Yeah, yes, an acquired taste. It's just so hard. I, I there are a few comedies I like. I love Shaun of the Dead. I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I lo- um, what's that one? The the video game one. Oh, oh my God! It was a comic first. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That one's fun. Oh, I never just fun. saw that. Okay. I don't really. Yeah, I don't know. What? I don't like. They're comedies, but they're not supposed to be I feel crazy. Like, funny. Yeah, I feel like those ones are not outrageously funny. They all have their serious moments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I can't sit through like. Yeah, you probably wouldn't like Napoleon Dynamite. I had a couple people at work <laughs> show me something from. <laughs> This is the end. You ever hear of that one? I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. I have heard of it. Yes. And they're all like sitting there on the phone, like crying, laughing. And I have never not wanted to laugh more in my life. Like I just <laughs> no, not even a little part of me was like, this is funny. <laughs> and it, it's James Franco and Seth Rogen, all people who think they're funny and oh. just aren't. Oh, funny. yeah. them. They're yeah. just not funny. None of them are funny. Like it's the same. No, it's the same thing. Every every movie. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I would go on for hours about how just they're not funny. They're not funny. <laughs> I'm very critical, <laughs> and I hate comedy. But you're it show that you're a director. See, it, that's uh, that's <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose. It's your what's the word? Um, ah, I can't think of it. You're, you're well. Your critical eye. You, you you're looking at things and you're assessing it as you see it. You know. So yeah, I I guess so. I guess, I am I am very critical. I try to tone that down. Because there are movies that you watch and not to be critical about. Like I'm just gonna watch this and have a good time. Like the Mar- sorry, I just burped. Um, like the the Mario movie, you just you're not gonna watch that and be like, well, actually, this no feeling and this like no, it's fun. You s- sit down, shut up, have fun. Uh. Then there are movies you watch that like think they're good and they're not good. Uh. Anything A24 has ever made. 
<laughs> They've been making a lot of stuff lately. And it's I feel so like everything I see is A24. It reeks. It reeks of just pretentious college student. All of it. It really does. What if I want to go work for A24 at some point? <laughs> I would support you and I would see all your movies. DJ would say it's about time they turn things around. <laughs> yes. 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 I would hope I would hope you would do something good there. Because their, their intent, I know for a fact, their intent is like, let's confuse people. Because then the people who are like confused by what we do are going to be like, this is really good. And it, it's not good. It's not good. It's garbage. That's blow enough smoke, people yeah, think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> These people seeing A24 saying it's good. <laughs> yeah, I, we need. That's why we need a movie podcast because we do. I could go on for a long time. We're past two hours now. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we're. Do you we, do you um remember the word of the day? Not even a little bit. Come on, I know VJ remembers it. Tech 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 turn. Close. <laughs> Close. I don't. I know it's T, and there's a T that sounds like a D. Do you want to say it? Taciturn. Yeah. Taciturn. I don't think the T is supposed to sound like a D. I, I've always just said taciturn. Yeah. And the few times I've said taciturn. So, <laughs> so the taciturn. robot's wrong. Yeah. I, I'll venture to say that. But... <laughs> Stupid robots. <laughs> um, they're, gonna, they're taking over. Yeah, they are. Maybe they can make funny movies. <laughs> we'll see that. Just please don't touch theater. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? <laughs> now that I would say that's comedy. Oh I'm, my god! I'd sit through two two robots trying to do like Romeo and Juliet or something. That'd be amazing. <laughs> well, I even like your voice, Alex, at the beginning of one of the scenes where you're the announcer. Oh, I, yeah. I love that. I love that. It sounds a bit AI to me. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when when you did it the first time, like it was straight from the Purge movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I I feel like I almost should have just done it live every time. I haven't. I don't listen to it. I'm just trying to like hype myself up backstage, so I'm not really listening to it. I'm sure <laughs> then, it sounds like, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to be in the audience then because you're in the I audience know. for that one yeah, too. Yeah, be. yeah. I we should play the Purge siren after it. Ooh. You ever yeah. see those movies? Yeah, that one of them was on the other day. I didn't watch it, but. One of them's good. <laughs> <laughs> just one of the... How many are there now? There's like, like five four, or six. Five? Oh, my God. So, how many purging movies do we need? How many times do you need to purge? <laughs> they could have they made a, a, a franchise out of that, made 20 movies if they handled it right. But, of course, they didn't handle it right because it's Blumhouse, another movie studio. <laughs> like it's A24. A24, Blumhouse, Jordan Peele are taking over horror and ruining it. <laughs> there are my takes for the day. Oh, yeah. Is Blumhouse... Um, Blumhouse makes every underachieving horror movie you've ever seen. Like the... the um, what is it? Get Out? Um, I don't know that they... And that's Jordan Peele. Oh, okay. I don't know if they like had something to do with it because I know they had something to do with one of his movies. Mm. And uh, Jordan Peele just doesn't understand how to separate comedy and horror. And I can't, I can't sit through that. I hate comedy. I love horror. Don't mix them. And certainly don't ruin tension that you spent an hour creating for a stupid cheap joke like he does in all of his movies. Uh. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. You just built all this tension. I'm on the edge of my seat. And then, oh, let's relieve it with a joke? Mm. No. Yeah. No, I'm sitting in a horror movie. I don't want a comedy. I think he's funny with all of his sketch comedy stuff. I think he should stick to that and leave horror to people who can actually handle it, yeah. <laughs> which is not A24 or Blumhouse. <laughs> <laughs> they need to step back, too. No one. <laughs> so we bookended it with Alex's beef and now DJ's oh, beef. Yeah. <laughs> My unintentional beef segment. 
<laughs> I get heated about movies. I get, you I get really heated. Do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Um, come see here we sit. We have one more weekend. Of course, we have tonight, but ye, this <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> this will be out. out <laughs> um, so yeah, we have one more weekend. Come support. It's a lot of fun. It's a great show. VJ's in it. Alex is in it. I'm in it. All uh, the reason to come see it. All the reason to come see it. My <laughs> butt might come out again. You might see a butt. <laughs> That's an added reason. The pants I'm wearing now are a little tighter. I will say it. They're a little oh. tighter. So there might there might just be a split. <laughs> it might happen again. <laughs> My mom told me to wear like funny underwear to prepare. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should. You might want to start like a little bit of a starter hole. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could do something real good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, come support. Come follow us on social media, Starry Night Theater, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Tracy's working that like crazy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tracy. Her her episode, <laughs> her episodely shout out. Yeah, she's gonna be <laughs> shouted out every episode. Anything you have, Alex? After being back, Alex is back in town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be back. I missed it. Honestly, it was. Yeah. It felt weird not doing it, and then coming back, I really fell out of the element for a second. Yeah, it felt weird you not having you here. Thanks. It I, wasn't right. I appreciate being appreciated. Yeah. You are appreciated. You know what, listener? You are also appreciated. And VJ, you, you are also appreciated. VJ, you, you are appreciated, guys. for sure. Thank you for being our guest today. Yes. I loved being here. Thank you very much. Yes, I enjoyed this episode. I'm, I'm excited to listen back to it. Me too. All right, we'll see you for episode 16. Yes, sir. So long. Mm-hmm.